I mean, let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, hey. Space travel in a paper airplane. Oh, that's nice. By, I can't tell who it's by. Coded Polecat? Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Not everybody has a name that rolls off the tongue. Coded Polecat? <laughs> I mean, uh, all right. Here's some, some shows that you can uh, still get tickets to. The Late Show in New Haven on uh, March 30th. Is that in Comnetacount? <clears throat> it is, and uh, there's a few tickets. I don't know how many will be available by the time this uh, comes out, but you can try to get them. Late Show in Madison, Wisconsin has picked up. Still some tickets if you want to try to get into that. That's at the Orpheum April 11th, the Late Show. The early show sold out. Late Show in Milwaukee on the 12th you can try to get tickets to. And the Late Show in Nashville is the only thing left that week in April 14th. It is almost sold out, and by the time this comes out, it might be gone. Um, Bethlehem, PA, uh, April 25th, has uh, less than 200 tickets left. And let's see. You can go to the only show you can get to in Boston still is April 28th. That is the Late Show, April 28th. And then I added a show or May 1st in Portland, Oregon, uh, if you want to try to go to that, the April 2nd show in Portland is sold out. April, excuse me, May 5th in Seattle is the only show left with tickets in Seattle. All the others are sold out. And uh, you can go on down the line there, tomsegura.com slash tour. You can see the tickets in May and June. Um, we are announcing a bunch of shows. Uh, we're going to make the announcement in April. So it's going to be in about three weeks if you want to get tickets before anybody else for the second half of the tour that includes all the canadian dates a bunch of u.s dates some other international dates sign up at my email uh, website go to tomsegur.com slash tour and there's a prompt and you put your email in there and then we'll announce the shows first and you can you can jump on them before anybody else Mm, okay mommy uh, mini Apple Tits, Acme Comedy Club, April 4th through 6th. My early shows are sold out, and those tickets are going really fast, so hop on it. Uh, Tempe, Tempe Improv, May 10th and 11th. June 1st, oh, May 31st through June 1st, Burbank, California, Sperm Bank, and Flap Hairs Comedy Club. June 20th through 22nd, Washington Dickcom at the DC Improv. Tickets at Christina P. Online. Also, if you're not aware, if you're new to the program, please check out my Netflix specials. I have uh, Mother Inferior, My Hour, and Half Hour, The Degenerates, along with Joey Diaz, Big J. Okerson, Lisa Traeger, um, Shamanika Sanders. Yamanika Sanders, sorry, guys. Yep. Try it out. Christina P. Online Homes. All right. That's it, right? That's it. Catch that's me outside. Instagram. The we, Christina P. That's it and that's all, man. We just, here. we just, you know, just entertainment, man. Oh, my God. All right. What's happening? Uh, all the rappers on the show are really <laughs> influencing your speech. Uh, one other thing before we get started. Don't forget, this is your last chance. March 22nd. That's uh, Friday, 10 p.m. The Hollywood Improv has the great 
non-coming Josh Potter. The great cockroach comedian. The cockroach comic at the Improv Lab here in Hollywood. Glorious, glamorous Hollywood, California at the legendary Melrose Improv Lab 10 p.m. show. Josh Potter's headlining. I know he's bringing uh, Doug Mellard. Oh, my goodness. And a couple other people are on the show. Get tickets now. Go to Josh Potter's page or just go to the uh, Improv website um, and get tickets, man. It's going to be a really great show. That's that. That's it, Gene. That's a lot of business. It's a lot of business. We did it. We done did it. Let's get into this show. Ready? Oh gosh, I'm afraid to. But are you a cum slut? Oh are you Jesus! A cum whore? Are you hooked on jizz? Are you a cum sissy? Do you love watching yourself jizz all over the place? This shit is big time! Who was Don't bring anyone loving to this. Oh. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Salami Segura. And Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. A couple people complain that the intro is too long. It is. I feel it too. I hate well, it. Uh, you know what so I was annoyed. thinking of doing? What? Making it longer. No. Because I want to get to the fun. I want to get to the show. And then I have to wait for the whole song. I'm yeah. upset. I, I think I'm going to make a longer version. No. Yeah. Are you a cum sissy? And yes. I love to watch myself jizzle over everything. I kind of feel like every guy does, don't you? I mean, it seems like it's pretty neat. It is pretty neat. Yeah. It's like this spout that just goes off yeah yeah are you a cum slut yeah the first time that happened to you were mm -hmm. you like whoa like did you know it was gonna happen are you addicted to cum shots yeah you did you know that that was gonna happen to you when the first time you did that <sighs> i'm trying to remember i mean you know what i um i always had uh, a real distance on me so i was i was fascinated <laughs> you know quantity and and firepower but i'm saying the first time i'm trying to remember the first time stuff I came out where you like I remember, whoa dude is that supposed to happen oh yeah you're like oh my god yeah yeah i mean i remember if i can cite the first time like vividly that was the first time but i remember being like oh shit this is a mess you know and yeah and having to clean it up and i remember one time i was staying at a relative's house and you know when you really you get so fired up when you're 12 13 Ugh. so like i gotta jerk off so i went in the bathroom and i stood over the toilet Ugh. and i jerked off and then it <laughs> shot over the back of the <gasps> toilet so i thought i was gonna go in and then i was like oh shit wow yeah, and some landed on some magazines and oh stuff. no so and not like good ones like time and like <laughs> better homes and gardens i was like oh fuck those aren't the good magazines. Well, I'm saying I wasn't jerking off on a Playboy. It was a oh right, you know, it was like a news. It's like magazine. mom's magazines. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like, so oh, I love this shit so much. <laughs> <laughs> now, back then, did you, you had to use your imagination because you're only. Yeah, you know, I didn't. This is, yeah, it was just. And then did you wipe off the magazines or you yeah. just left it? No, no, no. You wipe it now, off. Now, how do you hide all that stuff from your mom when you're that age? Because your mom's still doing your laundry. Yeah. You know, I used to do, I used to jerk off into boxers. Uh-huh. And then I would just throw those boxers under my bed. No, that's not a good strategy. No, I know. They would just, I'd just be a pile. Yeah, that's not and good. And then one day they'd just be gone. Oh, uh, <laughs> so she was like, I found your coming I boxers. think that she probably, like my mom doesn't know a lot about that world. She knows what you did. No, I, I think she probably thought it was wet, like, you know, understood that there's wet dreams. Uh, I don't think she thought I was in there like, I'm cranking this thing out every night. She knew. I don't think so. Can I tell you the grossest story I ever told? Yeah. When I was in college... There was a boy I knew about. Yeah. Who are would, you a cum slut? You are. Not me. I am definitely not. Who would listen to this though? You're going to get very sick. Oh, Everybody listening fuck. is going to get very ill right now. He would bagok every night in bagok? his same pajama bottoms. So he would wear the same pajama bottoms night after night. And he would just, you know, Ugh. yeah, bust nuts in those jammies. And then, oh, wait, oh, wait, wait, no, no, sorry. I think he would use the same rag and then he put it and then he throw it to the side of the bed. Anyway, he used the same thing over and over. And I remember he left it there and then it grew mushrooms. Yeah, it was so gross because we lived in England. It was my year abroad and the climate in England is like, you know, cold and clammy. And so it grew mushrooms because he was using like the same jizz rag every night was everybody involved in this or something no but he had a the roommate i think discovered it and then we caught wind of it we heard about this kid so he's jizzing into the same rag and the same and it grew mushrooms yeah because he left it by the side of his bed i'm gonna fucking throw i up. know i told you it was the grossest story ever told are you proud of me yeah that's pretty I'm good proud of us all yeah you should be i'm proud of us all <laughs> Ugh. God. Do you love licking your own cum? <laughs> oh my God, no. Let's Somebody's doing it right now, Who is though. this lady? Is, is her... It's your mom. This is what she does? Your mom's friend. She, is, cum slut. Yeah. Are you a little cum whore? Are you hooked on jizz? Yeah. Are you a cum sissy? Do you love watching yourself jizz all over the place? Yes, yes, Do you yes. just love the taste of nut? Are mm-hmm. you addicted to cum shots? Mm-hmm. Does cum excite you? Mm-hmm. Are you a pro swallower? Do you love oh. the taste, the smell, Ooh. the texture of some hot cum? Damn. <laughs> She's not playing any games. No, she this would... This is called wife material right here. Okay. She would really be into our cum gum idea. Remember yeah, we used yeah. to have yeah, yeah, yeah. chewing up all the different guys like cum? like chewels or yeah. tidal wave. And there would be in the cum middle. Gum. Yeah. A thing. I come different races of people. Yeah. Yeah. You want some Asian gum? Yeah. And a little Asian guy. Tidal in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you love cream pie? Do you Oof. love licking your own cum? Got Tasting it. Your Thank own you. Cum? Wrap it up. Do you crave your own taste? I know. I love the way I taste. Oh. What about you? Do you love the way you taste? Do you love watching others taste you? Okay. All right. <sighs> wow. Good morning. She likes the way she tastes. She likes her own. Her own. Uh, Most people do. Vag juice. Really? I don't know. I don't really do that to myself. Do you? You taste said I don't drunk? really. Do you do it sometimes? All the time. <laughs> I don't really. Was that the end of her? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Thank God. That Oof. was horrendous. Is, is her whole like vibe that? Does she have other stuff? Um, I mean, her, she has a YouTube channel called The Kinky Kid. 
and uh, it's, it's all kind of in this lane. Yeah. Yeah, it is in that lane. All right. Doing all right. the Lord's work. Tell me how you keep it kinky. <laughs> it's Christian stuff. Yeah, now, real Christian. They, they allow this on YouTube. You're allowed to talk about it. I guess about, so. I guess. Yeah, I mean, she's just talking about it. You know, she's not shoving anything up in her. Can you do that? Can yeah. you, um, can you like eat jizz on YouTube? I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a blurred line, I think. Do you want to find out? Do you want to find out? I, um, yeah, Josh. I do want to find out. God. Josh, will you eat your own jizz? Yeah, should we stop down for a second? (laughs) No. 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 How quickly can Josh jizz? On his own. Yeah. Josh? Here, hold on. We're going to switch places for a second. Yeah. This inquiring minds. This is very important listener information. God, the whole world is on bated breath waiting for Josh's coming. Yeah. The whole world wants you to come, bro. Everybody's asking. Yeah. How long does it take to make me come yeah. by myself? Yeah. Oof. I mean, it depends on the scenario, obviously, but, uh, you know, I could get it. I could get it out pretty quick, probably. You know, if you if needed I'm under to. The gun. If there's a gun to my head, though, I don't know if I could. Well, let's not gun to your no. head. But let's oh, say okay. I'm like. Hey, you know, you you haven't released in a few days. For this purpose, like if you want me to taste my own cum, I could no. have it ready by the ad spots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the show. Yeah. Uh, would you taste your own jizz? I'd probably, I think I accidentally have. You I know, th- you were talking about your your velocity and yeah. like how hard you've launched. Yeah. I've definitely like accidentally bukkakeed myself yeah, in the yeah. past. Isn't that you know? fairly common? Yeah, yeah you like... must. So I've definitely probably tasted myself. Oh, I've covered yeah. my own face <laughs> yeah. completely. I've laid on my back and just bathed in it. The yeah. worst is when you get it in, in your glasses because of the shame of cleaning your glasses oh, off. Oh, yeah. Afterwards. Oh, I can only imagine. Have you ever yeah. done that thing where you have the girl wear glasses or maybe she does and you, you cover the glasses? Okie dokie. I do it with what my own sometimes. Do. I've done it with my own glasses. Yeah, it's called Specs Appeal. It's fun. Because <laughs> then I can't see either, so it's like, am I hitting the glasses? I don't know. I get to find out after. Yeah, that's cool. Cool, so did you cool not, morning since, talk, guys. Did, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, did you come inside a lady since we oh last spoke? God. Not yet. We're still doing research out there. We're getting to the okay. bottom of it. You know, every day is a new day and a new discovery. So. I love this attitude. How about your DM game? Is it, is it I've getting better? I've upped it. I don't know if you saw some tweets. I saw I've, some emojis. Yeah. Yeah, I went emoji You took style. that, uh, that, that uh, BDE that uh, Brendan right. was talking about. And, you, and I applied it, and I it think go? it's working. I got a couple of nudies. What? Wow. Yeah. Do we have oh, a forward to your colleague's policy here? Where are those nudies? Babe, oh, what? yeah, no, they'll, they'll be at the weekly recap. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Were they good ones? Some were good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they were all, they're, all, they're all appreciated. Yeah, I would say. I appreciate them up and down, left yeah. and right. Yeah, you should. Any naked chick is a good one. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, every naked now. chick. Come Any, on. every... Yeah, yeah, let's be real here. Well, all I want you to do, you know, my fingers are crossed, is for you to finish in a nice lady. I pray every day to the Lord above that someday I can feel what it's like to just blast off inside of a woman. Okay. I, I spoke Thank to you, a doctor Josh. about, about Jesus you. Christ. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there was a doctor at my show, and he was like, yeah, he needs to see someone like me and a therapist. Oh, together, two of them. That's what he said, yeah. Someday. Oh, you definitely need a therapist. I yeah. think this problem is emotional, uh, psycholo- partially, I'm, I'm assuming. I, I, I'm, I'd, I'd think there might be some trauma that there's something. 
to, I mean, uh, what don't you think? To the audience, I, I appreciate everyone's feedback on it, because <laughs> everyone seems to have their theories, let me tell you. I bet you got, got a one. lot of messages. Oh, yeah, these people yeah. who blow loads all the time have all kinds of advice. <laughs> uh, the one that... They're like, hey, maybe you should get different glasses. You could get a smoke show in that way. These are not for show, people. Yeah. These are, I have to wear them. Yeah. I don't want to. These yeah. aren't like my, that's not going to help, you know? I sure. thought maybe if I got better ones, I could see the girl in more HD, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And then maybe that would help me come. Yeah. Because maybe yeah, it's because it's blurry. I, I think you need help. You got to go are to the you doctor. Did to come shots. What kind of doctor were you speaking with? Just a, it was like a urologist. A, you need a urologist and you need a therapist. Oh, that's so much doctor stuff. It is. You, but you want to come. When was the last time you saw like a, like just a, a physician? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, boy. Uh, Cockroaches don't go to the doctor. We're in the year 2019 oh right now. Oh, my God. Uh, it would have been. Eight years ago. What? Mandated physical for a job. Dude. Can we get another physical going? Yeah. I'm scared to find out what's yeah, going on. Yeah, but it's probably a good idea, though. Don't you feel like if I find out what's wrong, then, I, then I'll then i die? You know what I mean? Like, it could whereas, be great for the show, though. Okay, that's true. Yeah, we could... I'll put my... <laughs> fuck all that HIPAA shit. Dude, I'll put it all out there. You, you could be having neuropathy issues. Yeah. And then in that case, we can do meth on the show. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Boom. Could I might have be, to have you film that elsewhere just for legal reasons. But right, then, right. An undisclosed location. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. And then, but then just make sure you get high quality video. Of course, yeah. Okay. Of course. Um, all right. Well, look, well, all well, I want you to do is come. So. It, soon enough, you know, we'll keep, we'll keep in the Thanks, lab Josh. and we'll, uh, we'll get at it. Thanks, buddy. And guys, b please don't send us the book Natural Harvest. We've, we've gotten the link many times. Natural Harvest is a book that's full of cum recipes where you can you know make cakes and think like we've got it thank you don't we, don't send me natural harvests who it. keeps it a hundred what who keeps it a hundred <laughs> um okay gene last night oh we went to uh brody stevens memorial yes we it did. was amazing it was beautiful it was many people probably saw it on uh periscope they periscoped yes, it because he was the prince of periscope <laughs> and um it was like a really awesome energy and um celebration uh and remembrance of that guy i mean the amount of people that showed up oh that just God. wanted to pay respect or show love to him he had awesome. so many friends i had no idea he had celebrities baseball oh, players yeah. comedians just people randos and um we all cried everybody went from laughing to crying laughing to crying yeah, and Zach Galifianakis nice. gave like the most amazing yes. back and forth speech like that where he was, it was touching and heartfelt and then hilarious. And then, you know, it was going, it was back and forth and it was like, it was like an emotional roller coaster just to, to be there and watch yeah. it. Yeah. But I will say, you know, Jeff Ross had some great lines, which we'll oh get into, God. but, um, but he made this great point that, you know, comedy is this receptacle for, broken people and um i don't know it's nice to know that we have a community of broken toys and, yeah. and this show your mom's house too i feel is an, is obviously an extension of you know the comedy yeah. club and the store and all that yeah and that people belong you know we all belong together and it's sad when you're missing a piece though brody was such a big piece of our yeah our fabric but it, it was very you know comforting to see so many people care it was yes, cool. and it we was drank really... a lot, and Bert, Bert drank a lot. Bert drank so much, <laughs> so much. 
I had to tip the waitress extra because she brought she brought so many beers. Yeah, I, I um I did. He had so at one point before we started, he had six beers in front of him <laughs> uh, and a glass of wine, and I was like, just. <clears throat> and then mm. you know they brought a few others. Then we go to take a a pee break, and as we're coming back, he's holding like he has his hands like this, and there's just bottles. <laughs> sticking out and he's like ready to go back i'm like jesus man yeah and then and then this morning i talked to him he's like i'm i'm gonna run 10 miles today uh, all right, go, right why and he goes just lose weight i was like and i was like okay <laughs> sounds good sounds like the uh <laughs> formula most doctors and and you know trainers recommend getting they're like, hammered they're and like then, drink a lot but then run 10 miles dehydrate yourself and yeah then, yeah but uh it got us to thinking about our own memorials last night we yeah. came home. I mean, cause really Brody and they, they were showing clips of his stand up, and it was so funny. Everybody was dying, laughing. Oh man, was cheering. It was like, and um, Judd Apatow came and he even released the footage from funny people. Uh, Brody that, used to always have this line when he was like, I was in hangover, hangover to due date. I was cut out of funny people. Cut out of funny people. He always said this. He always said that. So they, uh, Judd allowed him to whatever. Yeah. Judd showed the, the footage. The footage. Yeah. But, um, the, but uh, man, it got us to thinking about ours and I, the, my worst nightmare, first of all, if when I, if not, not if when I die, do not fucking play my early material, my early stand up. It's so embarrassing. Like I'm in a fucking white dress. Remember that old shit I yeah, used to do just, just to be, I mean, just let me preface it by saying that back in the day, this is a decade ago, there was no fucking me too mo- movement and comedy is even way more sexist than it is today. And so this girl, April Macy and I had to come up with a hook just to get fucking booked because they would never touch a female comedian really unless you're super super famous so we came up with this thing naughty and sort of nice and i was sort of nice mm-hmm. and she's naughty and she's the devil and i'm the it was like the stupidest thing ever and it i wore a white dress. Yeah, we had to to just to get into these d clubs to work my way up the circuit but man do not play fucking any clips from my early stand-up what else i will die of embarrassment and then i can just see it too they're like christina was a great uh comedian she did a lot of work on the fart mic and then like cut to me farting Those on the clips show. Of that. yeah like yeah. what what's my contribution like not not as much as brody you know do you think you'd be as beloved as him no how no. many people do you think would show up no i think like maybe these guys that we employ like blue band josh is like well i'm on the payroll i guess i have to because tom's still alive tom's got to pay us jesus so they're like no we want to be here and they're like how fucking long is this thing my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get wow how have i been living like this it's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when mint mobile has phone plans for 15 dollars a month when you purchase a three-month plan more like wow how have i been affording this it's time to switch to mint mobile and get unlimited talk text and data for 15 dollars a month we use mint mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over and setting up a mint mobile's website was super easy to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. 
New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. I don't know. I, I, I think I'd be, I don't know. What do you want? What's your worst nightmare as of a memorial? Of a memorial? I don't know about my worst nightmare. I can't imagine that many people going to I it. just don't want my stand-up shown. Like that would be the worst. Yeah. I'd want all my specials played, you know, from beginning Back to, to end. Everyone has to watch them all. Yeah. <laughs> you have to watch. You have to watch. You have to watch every single Every bit, joke, every, every joke. Told. And then the people are like, come on. <laughs> 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 no, I definitely wouldn't want that. I don't know. I can't imagine that many people would go. <laughs> well, like I, last night when I saw all that love for him, I was like, there's no way this would happen. <laughs> <laughs> so many people loved him. Yeah. No, I think people would be like, Christina never came on my podcast. Yeah. I'd asked her a lot of times. She's like, nope, too busy. Tom didn't text me back. Never. <laughs> that, would be, that would be the speech. Uh, yeah. I used to text Tom and he never texted me back. <laughs> well, you especially, because you're, you, you're way more antisocial. I'm at least nice to people. Yeah, no. I know. I think people would be like, I don't, did he have a family? Like they wouldn't even. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a homeless guy on the street. Yeah, no, no. I, I don't think it would go that well. I don't think so either for me. It was amazing. Like, his was amazing. It was really like a, a I don't know, a comforting experience a surrounding something that's obviously terrible. Yeah. But um, it was like to see so many people remember someone like that was really a, a yeah. wonderful, beautiful thing. And it thing. makes you think about what a piece of shit you are yeah. not you just me and you, no, you no, and no, no, yeah. like i'm so selfish i don't i don't like make an effort to hang out with people other than my family ever yeah i don't make an effort anymore. no i don't make an effort either I don't, I don't even make an effort with yeah like don't you feel like i mean we have we have a seven month old and a three-year-old and then this and then stan i'm like i don't i don't have the effort to how about be nice the, how to they're, they're like you know he he just always talking about off stage just wanted to make like you laugh yeah you know? i'm not and, like and that I was like, fuck all. you yeah i'm not trying to make you laugh <laughs> such a dick <laughs> i know i don't care i don't laugh. care i don't care either Did you go fucking giggle on your own i know and they were like um he just wanted to spread joy and make the world i was like that's definitely not my goal no i'm just like i get in i get out just want to go home and sleep one of his friends was like and then like brody got a show on comedy central and he flew down yeah. his friend that he made a promise to 
like 20 years and earlier. And then you and Bert both started bawling. I yeah. noticed both of you were like, yeah. that's a real gentleman. Like yeah. the men in the audience, you guys really respected that I could tell. Oh yeah, of course, because like, it's, high, a, it's a high character move. Yeah, it is. So the, the, the thing she's talking about, they said that like one of his buddies that he started out with, they're like, if we ever, if one of us ever makes it, they used to do all these cable access shows together. Yeah. One of us ever makes it in Hollywood, we'll bring the other one along. And like 20 years went by and then he got a Comedy Central show and on his own dime, he flew that dude down Yeah, from Seattle and was like, help me make this show. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, of course. You know what would be really neat when we die is that the uh, the mommies, the Your Mom's House fans will bring different shit related items. It'll be like fake turds, toilet paper. It'll, it'll be like an altar. I would really not like that. Of like fake duty I really jokes. wouldn't like that. No, I know. It'd be terrible. Yeah. Because we but, already have all of it. Yeah, that's the I'll be like, We already have yeah. this book, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Please don't bring me your <laughs> fart and shit stuff. Thank you, though. Yeah. Very thoughtful. Yeah. I won't be remembered that kindly. You don't think so? Not by strange, not by like that many people. Yeah. Like our, you know, my family, my children, hopefully you. Yeah. Hopefully. What? But how long before I'm dead, before you get married again? I don't know. Could be a great week. Could be. Yeah. Could be a long time. Could be a whole month. I could really parlay your death into some sweet puss. Moving right along. Are you done with this? Do- I mean. I'm just saying. Like if I'm like, I miss her. And then, you know, some chick's like. T- listen to are you- Blue Band cackling. It's true. Loving it's true. She could be you, like, are you oh saying- my God, are you so alone? Like I am alone. I just want to feel the touch of another person. You're saying that Patton. Oswald played it wrong. Jesus Christ. Why he, you have to take it there? Well, that's what that was what happened to him. His no. wife died. You're saying he should have played the field more before. No, I didn't say that. Picking. I didn't spouse. say that at all. Oh, but. Well, you're, you're, you're jumping. Oh, okay. I just thought it was a good parallel. No, it's a terrible parallel. But you're saying you play the field more. You'd use sympathy to get laid. I'm saying. Jesus. What are you saying? I'm saying you're R-worded, number one. Okay. And I'm saying that I would get a lot of pussy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyways, yesterday I was at the mall. I wonder where the best place would be to get it. For you? Yeah. Probably the comedy club. You think so? Yeah, that's where the sluts are, babe. At the comedy club? Yeah. You don't go out. You don't do anything else social. Where are you going to go? Yeah, that's a good point grocery store oh you don't even go there what are you talking about that's true <laughs> instacarting that shit for years okay yeah. great uh, anyways um i was at the mall aka our country club yesterday and <laughs> i fucking saw this is crazy dude i saw a security guard with no legs yeah like a security with a badge and then he was in a wheelchair no legs and i'm like hey man i'm all about equal opportunity and you know and yeah, employment yeah. but just from a practical perspective it's ridiculous like how are you gonna fucking chase it's ridiculous a thief or how are you gonna stop some shit in your chair in your fucking no, wheelchair it's bro it's a symbolic job right that's yeah, totally ridiculous i like and it just gets my it gets me fired up because everybody you know we're all about fat models and everybody's equal and everybody it's like no you're not bro like there there's certain things we're not all equal 
It's you can't do everything. Yeah, I can't. I shouldn't be a bodyguard. Right. Do you know what I mean? My yeah. build, my strength level, like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's ridiculous. I mean, a guy with no legs should be able to get a job. Right. But like that guy, sh- you know, of all the jobs they could give him at the mall, right? Security guard would probably be dead last. Last last on the lineup. Yeah, make him, I don't know, administrative or something, right? Like Sure. You could even work at the Orange Julius. <laughs> Making juices? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yogurt land. Or the information desk. Information like, desk. Where's Orange Julius? There you go. <laughs> that's the job. It's right there. That's a great job. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's no good. And um, Josh Potter said that he saw a little person security guard. Is that's that you or Blue Band? No, that's it's ridiculous. Josh, an LP security guard. You know what's also ridiculous is that I saw a guy who was also missing something oh this my weekend. God. Um, this dude, and I'm not kidding, uh, you don't see this often, but he had uh, no head. <laughs> and I walked behind him. Um, <laughs> I hate this so much. I, mean, I hate you for, I hate you. I fucking hate that you post this because then I thought about it all day. He has no head, babe. He has no head. And <laughs> I walked behind him. I took photos, I took videos, I posted it, and people were like, this. you're an asshole. <laughs> and I was like, why? And they're like, well, this guy's disabled. I'm like, no, he just doesn't have a head. He just <laughs> walks around with no head. I mean, look, you can play this video. Oh, my it's, God. It's in the lobby there. Oh, my God. Oof. That's <laughs> so terrifying that's to see. terrible. From behind. That is terrible. It's, uh, I looked it up. It's dropped head syndrome. Oh my fucking Christ. It's from the weakened muscles in his uh, neck. Because he's looking down at his iPhone for too many years. Probably, yeah. I think maybe with him it's something else. <laughs> but, yeah. That is the most depressing thing I've ever seen. Yeah, but he never misses a quarter. He never, <laughs> he never stumbles. <laughs> ah, never trips over a crack in the sidewalk. Nope, that guy is just. Would you? Saw... <laughs> Ooh, God's gonna punish you now. Yeah, you made fun of it too far, Segura. Too far. Oh, Ooh, man. you're going straight to hell. I uh, I, I sent the picture to my dad. <laughs> We're gonna play this at your memorial, by the way. When Segura dies, this is the clip, and we'll be like, he's in hell. Rest in hell. My, my dad man. just wrote, "No head." Just a question mark. <laughs> Like, like it was a legit question. I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, <laughs> like that guy has no head. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you of all the, I mean, look, man, aging is horse. Stop it. Stop it. What? You're going to hell, bro. You're fucking straight there. Really? Oh There's my a, God. Uh, stop it. <laughs> oh God. I got to straighten my back right now. Dude. I started sitting so straight <laughs> after this shit. I did. I was I was even looking at my phone after this and I was like <laughs> Right? Fuck, that's rough. <laughs> there I mean look, aging is fucking brutal as it is, but then when you got something like this going on, oh, oh my, my life. Or you see old people with like the believe. hunch in their back. I mean, look at that oh, still right now. Fuck. Look at that. Ugh, life is not fair. Jesus. Life is brutal. Yeah. Hey, this guy still has Ugh. the, like, you know, Fuck. the character and the desire to go out. 
Right. Oh, I would be a shut-in. Is there nothing you can do? I that? would be a shut-in. You can't prop that up? You can't just... <laughs> yeah. And then you just put a brace on at least? I don't, what, what causes that? Just years of poor posture? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. You're the worst person in the world. Why? Babe. What? This is bad. Oh, it's so it's so horrible. You got to show this picture Life to Jeff Life is so Ross. horrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> How unfair is life? I know it's terrible. I seriously though, if this happened to me, I would just be a shut-in. Like I would, I I would just why lock myself in a room and why? cry all day long. Why? I'm so shallow and weak inside. Like I don't have the spirit to live. Try it for a second. Nope. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to curse just, it. Just look down. No. Just look down. No. You can get head scratches I, all day. I know. I have a cavity and I start crying. It's great. You can yeah. scratch my own head easily. Yeah. Just do this. Well, also, other people would just think you wanted it. Because <laughs> you would just walk up and they would see the top of your head and they'd be like, hey, how you doing? And you'd be like, that feels good. Why does it affect my speech? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I talk like your sisters? Oh, my God. Oh, God. How does he drink and eat? Because you have to tilt your... Oh, he's fine. This is just a gag. He was just doing this for a lot. He saw... That there were kids around. He's like, you want to see these kids freak out? And then, <laughs> this should be the poster for don't spend so much time on your phone. It really should. <laughs> it should. We should show this to my children immediately. Yeah. You're cruel. Can we take this down? I don't want to make fun of oh this Oh my guy. God. <laughs> <laughs> you're the cruelty champ, not me. You're yeah. the one making fun of his posture. Please. You post this shit on Instagram? I did it to make a point to look up and sit straight. <laughs> All right. Posture is important, everybody. All right. Okay. Oh, that was God. horrible. Yeah. Anyways, bigger talking points. We started a House of Farts we caught up on. I got to tell you, we were the biggest House of Cards fans, uh, for those of you um, that have been listening to this show for a few years. So they, you know, there was the big scandal, Kevin Spacey. What did uh, he end up doing? Did we find out? For sure? Did I put on deodorant today? Uh, you asked me as we left the house, babe. Oh, oh God! God, Jesus! It was. We have to have Ellie get me some deodorant. I can't do this all day sweating. I mean, the whole just the image what I just saw. <laughs> it doesn't smell, but it doesn't smell like I my mean, this deodorant. Is, I just turn and I just see. Yeah, I need to put something there. Ugh. <laughs> oh, stop it! My whole life is watching you smell your fingers. I feel no, like not. all day I'm watching no, it's you not. either twist your nuts or smell your fingers. I, don't smell I do my it fingers. one time in 15 years. I must put my fingers. I gotta. I need deodorant. I'm gonna text Allie right now. Oh Christ. my god! I can't. I can't go without deodorant. Anyway, Kevin Spacey was accused of harassing uh, men on set, and then he was accused of sexually assaulting men, young men, both many years ago, and then yeah, minors. One kid at a party, and then another kid at a restaurant. And anyways, it's a lot of alleged uh, sexual misconduct okay and then yeah. he was fired from house of cards and they still made the final season without him and i gotta tell you they should bring him back no that guy <laughs> they're like i don't care who we touch he's so good talent that show fucking sucks without him no i disagree i i'm enjoying it i'm into it it took me a minute to get used to it without him he's i'm enjoying such it. a good guy he's an actor. amazing character guy actor 
I would. I like Claire. I like seeing her world more and her figuring out the world without I him. I would allow him to fondle me to to bring this show back. to do a scene with him. Like if they're like, you can do a scene with Kevin Spacey, but he's gonna fondle you. I'd be like, all right. Would you let him? What would you let him do? What are, What are the options? I mean, would you let him put his mouth on you on your peener? Sure. Seriously, I told you anybody could do that. I don't care. Anybody. 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 Fondle your beans? Sure. Poke your beehole? Eh. Beehole? Any beehole? Beehole's kind of... Here's the thing about the beehole. It's like, I just keep thinking about that physical I got. And uh, it is fucking rough. Yeah, but the doctor's more vigorous with you. He I don't said know. there was a lot of chocolate in there he had to get past. No, he didn't. It was all hard. He didn't. He did. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah. No, it was mushy. I remember he was like, you need to wipe up. <laughs> yeah gross anyway no but i'll tell you something i like it uh spacey it, he really does uh, or a great actor just elevates something so much yeah. that it stood out to, i was so excited to, to finally because we have i don't know we got distracted we didn't watch i started watching episode one of the final season and i realized like 20 30 minutes in i was zoning out i wasn't even paying attention well you're also not bright like and you I, like I'm not slower bright. shows no. No, I, I understand. It's a, it's different. I, I like it though. I'm you do like it. it. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with it. I mean, I like to see how she navigates the world without him. And maybe I'll give it another shot. But I will say that everything because there's a lot of preposterous, ridiculous shit in that show. Yeah. And when you have like a an unbelievable actor, it actually grounds it. Yes. You know? Yes. Because this is the silliness. Yeah. He show. he's just silliness. fucking. I don't know. Silly. He's uh he should have done what he allegedly did. Allegedly. Allegedly. Of course, you have to say allegedly. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, you remember uh, yesterday on the way to the memorial? Why are you bringing this up? When I farted in the yeah, car? Yeah, I do fucking remember it. That was terrible. Your fart. Can I tell you what was really bad about it? Is that I don't know how you managed to do it, but your fart smelled like the bathroom at LAX. You know when you go and everyone's taking their shits and then the smell of like... 10 stranger international dumps makes <laughs> yeah. one horrendous smell. Yeah, because somebody That's just what it landed like. from Des Moines, yeah. other guys from New Delhi, Hong person. Kong. Yeah, they all shit together. Yes. Yeah. And then it smells like one horrendous smell. It did. It did. It did. It did. It smelled like a public restroom. It was so the cool. The airport. Yeah. It was really rare and really special. It wasn't cool. What? Walk me through what you ate to get that. Yesterday was a good day. Um... I made fitness. I had eggs in the morning. Um, piece of bacon. Okay, you're not being. Uh, I'm being honest. You're not. I am. Oh, and then I had that seafood. <laughs> that that's what it that's is. That's what it was. That's what it is. It was a mixed seafood dish for lunch, and it had like a little piece of salmon, shrimp, uh, calamari, all grilled. And um, yeah, I farted it. It smelled like people were in my asshole dying. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's explore the new member, the cool guy club, the guitar is everything. There's a guy who's actually part of the rich guy club. That's your sweating. My bad. I didn't realize how rich he was. Um, this guy is <laughs> so badass. Um, oh boy. You haven't seen this dude yet, right? No, I don't know who the, I don't know who this is. His name is Michael. Is that okay. right? Right? Isn't it Michael? Yeah. And this dude 
is he's got to be, I would say in his fifties and he's just posting pics of himself with money, with girls. He's like, <laughs> I'm getting my dick sucked. Um, here's the amount of sympathy I have for you broke bitches. Money made Michael. Okay. He, he dyed his beard in that picture. Yeah, he looks um, awesome. Here's a picture of him where he says it's a new night, which means a new pussy to be bought. So hey, he's out there buying pussy. Baller. Got new <laughs> shoes. He's, he's rocking Jordan. This dude is 50. He probably weighs about 290 to 315. Yeah. Um, Oof, that's flattering. Help, I'm at a girl's house and her boyfriend just came home. Okay. He's always out there doing scandalous shit, but he's uh, he's always pretty happy, you know? Um, he gets, he gets, I don't know. Do you have any of the other, uh, vids or, or photos? Oh yeah. The, we could go to his, uh, uh do you want to read some of these? Yeah, read some of them. I mean, these are what he's saying to other people, right? So he's like international women's day in tribute of this day. I will go and support female sex workers near me. Oh, that's, that's pretty nice. Cool. Black and Latina ladies do it best. Okay. So you're ugly and broke. Tough life. <laughs> Praying for you virgins before I go to sleep. Mm. It's always the people with no money talking shit about me. So that's some of his <laughs> tweets. Yeah, how did you tell us how you found this guy? while I pulled up his Twitter? How yeah. I found him? Yeah, uh, I just I happened. He a lot of his tweets, you know, for not having like a huge social media presence, a a lot of his <laughs> tweets get like a, a lot of retweets and hmm. likes. You know, like pretty substantial. Um, oh. I can't, he just died that beard. That beard looks wild. really good. Um, um, he's got a stack of cash next to his head on his Twitter banner, yeah. which is kind of neat. <laughs> the big white cracker in action. <laughs> I wonder what kind of office he works at, because he's always posting from the office. Yeah. Yeah. I've been scoring so much with the ladies, I might say fuck it and play for both teams. Oh, okay. Oh. So he's talking about sucking some dicks there. Um, what's this here? What are we seeing here? This is... What does it say in the caption, though? Can you read it? I got the cheese. I got the cheddar. You little broke boys could never boss up. Um, can you make that picture <laughs> bigger by any chance? This guy is a baller. I mean. Is that cash, though? I don't know. No, no, it's a cheeseburger. No, that's cheese. It's a stack of I can't cheese. see. I can't oh, see that. Oh, that's cheese. Yeah, oh. it's a, like American I got cheese you. singles. So he's, he's making his cheddar joke. That's what's up, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool as shit. I mean, he's um, cute. His clothes fit real nice. I like see. his facial he's hair. Smiling at my haters. That's a good attitude to have, though. It is. And I'm not hating, for the record. I, I I'm not like, hating. I feel like this dude is... But, see, you know what I'm saying? That is ridiculous. Now, here's what he know. He got his watches. Uh -huh. Is that swag attracts the ladies. That's right. You know, you got to put it out there like, hey, I'm a fucking baller. I have expensive things. Mm-hmm. That's how you get it. That's how you get and the then, right girl. That's right. I'm not saying that's going to attract wife material, but it's going to attract lady. Oh. Oh, shit. There's a picture of him in a gi, like in a karate, you know, outfit. It's yeah. young me training to beat the pussy up. Beat the pussy up. I mean, he definitely has a good sense of humor. Yeah. I'll give him that. Oh. Oh. Stacks. Stacks got a grill. Cash. Got a grill. He's holding money. He's put money in a seatbelt in the car. Yeah. Look at mm. that shit. But there's more. There's more. It gets better. It actually oh. gets better. Um, Can it? Oh, he's got an eye patch here. What happened? Just because my eye is messed up doesn't mean my penis is. Hashtag love, love my, my wife. wife. 
What? I don't know. I don't understand what's happening here. Um, how about this one? This is him wearing an eye patch. Stupid bitch from last night sat on my face and didn't even wash herself. This is the second time this has happened. Hmm. He's in the hospital there. I see that. Yeah. I think he's saying that someone's vagina gave his eye an infection. Is that what I'm supposed to? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Too short left this. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's a bitch button. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. How about this one? Uh, no, thanks. You can read that. You can't tell, but my penis is getting sucked on right now. And it's just a photo of him sitting on the edge of the bed. Yeah. Chest up. It's pretty cool. That's him showing that ridiculous kiosk watch. Um, Stop questioning my wealth. And focus <laughs> look on at yours. his old school photo no, right there. No, that is not. <laughs> That's him. Okay. Money. Yeah. Getting a phone call from my bitch. Yeah. Stacks of hundos. Are those, is that real money, Tommy? Yeah, I think that's money. Yeah. Although if it's the uh, amount that he says it is, those, those bands would be a little more full, but whatever. Yeah. He's having fun. He's rich, this you guys. This one is ridiculous. Gonna, gonna go buy a sandwich and he's got a black Visa card. And he's just showing you that. It's a debit. Oh, it's a debit card? <laughs> Is that, is that something like the rich guy club? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh shit! Yeah. Now we went from cool guys to rich guys. Rich guy club. He's super rich. Okay. Nothing like that early morning sex. And you think he has an arrangement with his wife? Because that was like a know. lady at the sink who was not this lady. I don't know what that was, bro. He's just like, oh, I just fucked this chick. I don't know what that's about. Check oh. this out. He looks good there. Gonna go buy some pussy. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's like the caption's all wrong. That's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Like the the caption on that picture should be like gonna mow the lawn. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Going back to the the Shake Shack. Like it should not say that. Right? Yeah, I'm no. eating more than I should today. Yeah, cheeseburgers all day. This is you poor people can't do stuff like me. And he's at his sink. Oh, he's burning money. He's burning a $100 bill. I don't know why people do that. I know, it's silliness. That's just disrespectful. Yeah, yeah why would you do that? Wow, because he has all that money, Tom. I know, but it's just Duh. so fucking upsetting. I know. Set a $100 bill on fire? The fuck, man? Oh, okay, this is, this is his girl. But the music's probably going to play on this, so don't play that. But yeah, he's in the car. Uh, he spent my day with her. I don't know the guy in the back. She says it's a friend. That's hilarious. And there's a kid in the back. Seat, yeah, he's just cool. driving a chick who's like having fun singing and dancing <laughs> to a video. She's got to be thirty years younger than him. Yeah, <laughs> it's always cool to involve children in your nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what is his handle, by the way? The president of the Rich Guy Club. It is Michael Daddy Fifty One. Uh, so he's into that sugar daddy life, though. Mm-hmm. This could be your future. What are you talking about? If I, if you know, if I'm gone or something. This guy? Well, oh, I'm saying this he's is a hunter the, too. Don't, don't test, test me. me. Yeah, but I'm saying this could be like end up the kind of thing you're doing is like going out with a sugar daddy. It's really good. I like where you're going with this. And what do you think? But here's the thing. I'm not sure I'm his type. Well, maybe you're not his type. I used to be so skinny. He posted. Well, he was rocking the same style, though. That's like 10 years ago, I right? know, but it's like the same style. I mean, that's... Who, yeah. I, it's not like a new thing that he's embraced. He's, <laughs> the, the facial hair is exactly the same. It's got the gold chain on. Looks good. It was yeah. a good look then. It's a great look now. That's true. That is true. So you're saying that I should go the sugar daddy route 
in case you Rolly on my wrist, Jordan's on my oh, feet. Oh boy. <laughs> this dude is insane. I love it. I don't think I'd make a good sugar baby, Tom. Check oh, it out. Oh dear. I can't handle this shit. At your girl's house, she says hi. <laughs> All right, so he's got the grill in. Let's see. Let's see the uh this right here. No. That's a nice grill. I mean, I think maybe a dermatologist. Yeah, blotchy. He needs to get his skin. Or it could just be alcoholism. <laughs> maybe. But look, dude, you're definitely killing the game. I mean, he's got hoes. He's got money. He's got Jordans. He's got diamonds in his mouth. He's killing it for sure. When I'm in love, I can't think straight. Oh, now he's in love. Shit. No. <laughs> Damn, I didn't realize that. God Goddamn. Do you think you could love him for money? Could you I'm love him? about to get some head. <laughs> wow. Look, See, it's he, worth checking out. If you're listening to the show, give, give us the handle again. Yeah, it's, uh, it's MichaelDaddy51. It's worth a follow. It is worth a comment. He is really enjoying life. I don't think I'm his type, babe. I think he likes... Uh, no, you're not, you're not the type. Girls. I know. I'm saying, but... That type of... I wish I were his type. He seems like he's a really cool guy. He is a cool guy. But I'm saying you, I'm saying you might need a sugar daddy at some point. Yeah. And would you be open to that arrangement if it's the right guy? Yeah. Yeah. He just takes you shopping. That's and, all I care about. But that's the thing I... You know me and my handbag problem and my... I love expensive stuff. Yeah. I love that. Can I tell you that, that it's such a crazy thing that people, that they do that. It is pretty crazy. You know, really, um, with Too Short here, I was still blown away that hookers don't get paid cash. They just get yeah. paid in stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't want a fucking handbag. I want health insurance, bro. Mm. I want a house. I want, I don't, give, give me fucking stuff. You don't want stuff at all. I don't want stuff, bro. Give me like security. Real, real. Yeah. Maybe I could find a sugar daddy that would do that. Would you be a sugar baby? Would I be? Yeah, for a rich lady, an older, unattractive rich lady. I kind of like the idea. Really? Yeah. You would do it? Okay, but you've got to stay super fit because that's the the job. Here's the problem with being a sugar baby. Your whole life revolves around pleasing your sugar daddy. So your days are spent working out, keeping yourself looking nice, catering to his or her needs. Yeah. You have to think about them constantly. That's true. Well, mm. that's your job, but that's your full-time gig is that person. I'm really not. Uh, nah, you can't. I can't do it. I'd rather live in the gutter, too. Yeah. I'd rather be, yeah. First of all, if she's broke. like, hey, what's up with that gut? I'd be like, I mean, <laughs> I fucking worked out today. She's like, well, maybe do it again. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not doing that She'd shit. She'd be so abusive. Well, me, too. What's up with those hangy tits? I'm like, I have two kids. Well, they would pull your tits up for you. I don't want to do it, though. I kind of don't want to have surgery. Yeah. For that, it seems crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, to put like but sugar daddy wants it done. bags of saline he in wants your it chest. Done. That's what he fucking likes. Crazy. That's what he likes. I know. Then I have to do it. So um, one thing that we can um, talk yeah. about here Go ahead. is that uh, I you remember how you uh, were licking your lips at the Laker game? Yeah. So they're not going to be in the postseason. They're what? Not, oh yeah. What no, are you no, talking they're about? They're not good enough. So. But it's this off season, yeah, they're doing some stuff to kind of keep the fans interested, fans like yourself. <laughs> so they 
they put out this video um, and you can see whether you want to go to some of their yeah. off-season activities. Sure. Let's see. <laughs> I love it. That's what I'm talking about. Look at Where is this? Let's go. Look at that swing. I love it. Is it Jamaica? Are you seeing? I'm seeing. I love it. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I love Laker games. It is a dick dance contest. I know. I love it. Look, look Finally. At I love it. I'm on board. Let's go. Right. <laughs> How much is airfare? Where is this? These guys, Which for island? those of you guys listening, they're wearing loose fitting yes. sweatshorts. And the whole thing is they just dance and their dick just swings around. I love it. And you can see how enormous their dicks are. And they all have... Is this going to get flagged for the song? No. No? No, we'll be all right. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't mind the dicks. I just want the song to get in the way. <laughs> Tom. Yeah. Where is the dick swing competition? This is uh, at the Lakers facility. Is this it the Staples Center? Uh, yeah, this is... No, this is in El Segundo. I love this. We're going immediately. See, this is why I want those floor seats at the Laker games. This is so all they do. This is what happens. I can get my sit. face slapped as they walk by. They run by. But the Lakers need to start wearing looser fitting shorts, and then I'm at every game. They oh. know that, too. They know that. Of course they know that. That big black cock. <laughs> do you mind if I ask you a funny question? Yeah. <laughs> mm. So I have a funny question to ask you guys. I'm not sure that's the right word. Yeah. Um it's pretty cool though. The it's really great. I have a funny question to ask you guys. I love bless of the ask you guys. Um all right. We're gonna take a break here in a moment. Um we're that gonna get, funny come question. back with guests. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming 
I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. All right. Your mom's house will be right back. And we're back with uh, a very highly anticipated guest that we are super excited about. We were teasing this earlier. Um, the Roast Master General, Jeff Ross. Thank you so much for Hello, coming. Oh, the best. We were Thanks, talking guys. earlier Gosh. about last night and uh, what a beautiful night it was. And I didn't want to even spoil it because it was so amazing that, you know, people would get up there and they would you know, tell stories about Brody and it was childhood friends, childhood baseball coach, roommate from college. Right. And these guys are saying, you know, nice things and telling you some kind of funny anecdotal side stuff. But then it was you, beautiful. It, no. Yeah. yeah of I course. cried. I oh, cried during Zach. Did. He opened the whole thing up uh, and I yeah. cried. But what I'm saying is that like, you know, story wise, they're like, you know, uh, Brody used to come over and he would have dinner with us sometimes, you right. know, and, and then you got up there and you opened the <laughs> the memorial your memorial time with what did you say? I said um after hearing all these childhood friends speak today, I'm starting to understand why Brody killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> I almost fucking fell down. I fell out of my chair. The place exploded. <laughs> Every comic, it was and we were all sitting in a row together. Burt Kreischer, Tom, <laughs> Brian Sickler, Brian, everybody. Just we were all, we it was a great crowd. It was an eruption. Whitney, Man, everybody dying. I was in the back waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> for his college roommate. Literally, this guy did half an hour. Yeah, he, he was. He went yeah. long. And yeah. You know, I mean, I noticed still that the they, main room at the comedy store. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> They only turned the lights on for the comics. I noticed that all the civilians... They, they didn't just, light they, them? They didn't put a light on. Comics had lights on, yeah. Oh, but really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was looking right up at it, and yeah, they didn't turn it on for any civilians. Sorry, before we go on, there is a fart mic in case you have to get fart. A fart mic? Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Especially drinking all this co coffee with your new coffee machine. Yeah, he's... Oh, man. Are you going to fart? <laughs> I don't know. Brody would have really liked that. No, hold on. False alarm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back to what we were saying. Um, anyways, and then right after you said it, they played the sound drop um, of Brody saying, what was it? Like, you get it. Or, he gets he it. He gets it. <laughs> <laughs> so it doubled the it, laugh. It doubled it, yeah. I mean, the place, yeah. It doubled the laugh. No, you gave it. was a, fun. You gave a great speech, man. Thanks. Was all, you were, you, Thank you. You're made for that. You should do more eulogies and stuff. I, you know, yeah. I really do kill at funerals for I some reason. It. And. I don't know why. I remember going as a young comic to see. I, I was so honored, and I got invited to Henny Youngman's funeral, and then later Milton Berle's funeral, and I wound up speaking at yeah. Buddy Hackett's funeral. And mm -hmm. I realized like that those those moments is when you can really cut through people's agony. Yeah, and you got to do it. We have almost have a responsibility when they ask you as a comedian, even if it's a tough one. Uh, yeah, spoken to. Some are tougher than others, obviously, if you're really close to the person. Sure. But, yeah, man. You were really close with Hackett, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were like uh, we were like real good pals. I did not know this. How did that come about? Buddy Hackett, if you don't know him, he was a 
Catskills New York comedian that talked out of the side of his mouth. And I met him. Uh, he was in Herbie the Love Bug movie. Yeah. In the 50s, he was in It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, and he had sitcoms, but he was a huge nightclub comic in Vegas and Atlantic City act, you know, making a couple hundred thousand a week in the 80s, you know. Fuck. Right. And he would come to the Friars Club in New York to the roast, and he befriended me after a roast, just thought it was funny, and invited me out. Well, the first time I actually met him was in an elevator at the Friars Club. I got in the elevator and I was going to play poker with Greg Fitzsimmons and Elon Gold and I wasn't even a member of this Friars Club yet. It was like a showbiz club in New York. and He, ta- he tapped you up right away, didn't he? He must have seen you and said something. No, he, no? he got in the elevator and I was just wearing my one good blazer. Here we go. You got oh, fart? silent. It was quiet. Wow, he got the timing of a suicide bomber. <laughs> Talking about my dead friends. <laughs> Guys, I can't control the biology. All right. Sorry, go ahead. So you're talking about your dead friend. It's funny that you farted because <laughs> he got on the elevator, buddy, and he looked at and I said, Mr. Hackett, I'm such a huge fan. My parents, you were their favorite comedian, and I'm a comedian, and it's such an honor to meet you. And I shook his hand, and he shook my hand, and he looked me in the eyes and said, you know who hates farts the most? <laughs> Midgets. <laughs> they live at ass height. <laughs> and then the elevator door opened. I didn't see him again for a year. <laughs> and then he befriended me at the Steven Seagal roast. I really killed. And uh, it was my first roast. My opening joke there was pretty good, too. What was it? I realize a lot of you don't know me, but I feel uniquely qualified to be here today because I'm also a shitty actor. <laughs> <laughs> was Seagal a uh, game? Was he a, like? No, not really. He doesn't no, seem like he would right? be game. He was reasonably game, but I don't think he got it all. And, yeah. you know. There's a lot of stories about him not being cool. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. And, and it was a wonderful night where Milton Burrow and Buddy Hackett sort of adopted me and. I improvised with them, and uh, during the roast, that was my first roast back when they really couldn't get people. And and then Buddy said, "Give me his phone number." Wrote it down and said, "Next time you're in Los Angeles, come look me up." And I took it took me a year to call him, and I finally called him, and I went over for brunch, sat in his backyard, and he was like a mentor, but in a weird way, he was like a big kid too, and I was like an old man even when I was like thirty. Yeah, this was a long time ago, and. We were like brothers, sort of met in the middle somewhere. It was fun. I try out all my jokes on him, and he was a great sounding board. And comedy was like number five on the list of stuff he was an expert on. He knew everything about relationships and politics and religion, and he collected guns. And he he's just an interesting dude. I like old guys too. Yeah, I like connect, I, I can hang out with old people. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's more fun. I like, um, we were just talking about this, like, really old sexist guys, like yeah. old white guys oh, who, yeah. we were saying, you were hanging out with a friend of ours, yeah. their dad, and he was like, what's that thing in a skirt abroad? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just like, it feels like you're stepping into a time machine I, a little I, bit. I kinda, but it makes me laugh. I don't know. They also, like, I mean, they want you, those guys always want you to joke. Yeah. You know? They're so down they're, for a good time. They're, they're, oh, yeah. They're fun. Yeah. They're just fun. And they live like it's their last day on earth. They'll fuck yeah. with around with the waitress. They'll <laughs> yeah. yell at a guy in trap. Yeah. My yeah. grandfather yeah. used to, he used yeah. to, per- my grandfather was so crazy. I used to live with my grandfather after college. And he was a retired construction worker. Um, I'm wearing his ring, so I think about him all the time. I tap it on metal. It's a bolt from a Nazi submarine. 
that he took off Damn. in World War II when he was in the U.S. Coast Guard. He made a ring out of it. Anyway, he used to, he just, he was so fearless when he got to be about in his late 70s. There was this Route 22 through Union, New Jersey, near where we live, this highway. And, you know, all the shops were like in the middle lane, so you'd have to do U-turns to get to the other place. He's real, and this is a highway. He would, he would, he would, <laughs> If somebody was annoying in front of him or wouldn't go, he would bump them. Oh, my God. He just didn't care. <laughs> he, had, he just didn't care. He wasn't going to hurt anybody, but he just he would bump people with his fender, just bump into their car in front of him just to fuck with people. That's other level. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. It was so funny. He used to stare. Well, there was a diner, a diner on Route 22. I think it was called the Lido Diner. I forgot. And, um... We'd sit in the diner eating our breakfast, and he'd look out at the window at his bank across the highway, across this three-lane highway. And he'd, on the Sunday, he'd he'd be like, "Does that does the door look unlocked?" It's like I got over three hundred dollars in there. He's like, "It's just funny guy." <laughs> <laughs> they left the door of the bank open. He's worried about his three hundred. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can hang out like hanging out with my friend's dad, who's in his seventies, was like. It was a it was a thrill. Like every every other line was a fucking, you know, inappropriate thing to say I miss that nobody that. says anymore. Yeah, I miss inappropriate. Yeah, line. but and it's also the source you know, of saying it. It's, it's because that you know it's an old guy. Yeah, yeah. He's not saying it really to be malicious. No. He's just being himself. I wonder if we'll still be funny when we're old. Think about it. Don't you think about it? I mean, there there must be some secret to staying relevant or at least staying funny. Yeah, because you see a lot of old people, they their jokes become corny, or uh, they're so rich, or or, or lazy, they don't they kind of do lose the their edge. Is? You'd have insight into this. What's the secret? I think I think you either have it or you don't, kind of a thing. I feel like if you don't lose the internal struggle, you stay funny. Yeah, true. You get too comfortable. Yeah, you get boring at the yeah. very least, or you just become. I don't know why are why are police records better than Sting's records? Yeah, what happens when you get successful? How do you keep it going? Why was Joan Rivers hilarious Amazing. at eighty when maybe other people make it to eighty and their jokes are like, huh? Yeah, yeah, Dude, just saying wild shit. Wild shit, and I got to see her like a couple years before she passed. And man, she was saying shit that nobody was saying. Like she yeah. was brave. And yeah. Like that's what it is. That's where it should be. You just say wild shit. And I think there's such a license to ill the older you get. Like, don't yeah. you feel like you give a fuck far less the older? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to die soon. Like, I feel like I'm 42 now and I'm like, I don't have that much time left, really. Maybe 30 good years. Maybe. Maybe. Fuck all y'all. I don't give a fuck. Mm. Who's going to remember this shit? Who's going to care? Somebody will care. Maybe. But, Isn't you know. that why part of the reason you do the podcast, you do the stand up, you do the specials, you want to leave some sort of legacy? No, I, because I don't think people do remember. Like, I feel like, I mean, how many people know who Buddy Hackett is? And that guy was Millions. just here. <laughs> Millions. He died in 2003. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Carlin, I mean, people already are, I feel like, forgetting. Don't well, you? I mean, he still has definitely millions of fans. For oh, sure. he's the best, but. For sure. Anyway, I think you're. I think we're both right in this case. People forget quickly. Yeah, they do. But there's. But the people that but the were people who care, who were affected by yeah. it, who you know, who, it's like took in what you did for sure. For will sure, remember will you. like it. Yeah. yeah, 
That's One it. day you'll have a podcast studio named after you. Or yeah. It'll be a statue. It'll be your head instead of that fucking dog right there. <laughs> but dude, I was going to tell you this because I've always been a big fan of yours. I remember seeing you Thanks. when I was starting out doing stand-up. Tom, I'm a, a fan stoplight. of his too. No, no, me. No, I'm at a stoplight in a white Porsche. Two Boxster. farts for you're a fan. One fart for not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. White Porsche Boxster. Was that a car? You're yeah. See, I remember seeing you. Wow. In the stoplight at a stoplight. Wow. Like, That's Jeff Ross right there. Wow. That was, like, was yeah. pretty. I was pretty early in stand up, and then, huh. and then you were very, very nice. I had a lot of anxiety on the first night of Oddball, mm. and. um I saw you in the coffee shop and the, at the hotel mm. and you know, I, I kind of expressed it to you and then I didn't, since I didn't know you really, I was like, well, who knows if like how you're going to take it. Like you right. could be like, you know, we'll stop being a bitch or something. Right. Like, All right, cool. Thanks man. But you were very nice about it. You actually really, I, I, I was more anxious than I was letting on you know? uh -huh, uh -huh. and you really talked me down in, in the nicest way. It was a big crowd. You had to yeah. follow a big act. And I also had a bad experience at one of the empathy, like bad meaning, like I just uh, didn't enjoy it. Right. You know? But that's nice. That's yeah. That's a, that's an aside from the fact that like you talk about like, how do you stay doing it? Don't you feel like, I, I always feel like you're the guy who's coming up with these most creative ways to do like everyone does a special where it's like, I come out and I just, you know, this is my act. And you're like, all right, that's what a stand up special is. But you've taken like a spin on it and done, you know, you did one at the border wall. You've done yeah. them in jail. Yeah. You know, you're <laughs> always Christ. pushing it, though. You're always, you know, bumping mics is like all, it's all different. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe where one day I should do a regular one and see how things work <laughs> out. <laughs> but I mean, what, why, why do you Maybe think. Maybe I'll get a wife in a podcast. <laughs> there you go. Why do you think you do it that way? I mean, was that planned to like, it's got to be different. It can't just be a special. You know, I think it wasn't the specials. It was my act that was starting to evolve where like I wanted to keep roasting, but I didn't want to be predictable and I didn't want to repeat myself and I wanted roasting to become broader because I, I, was, I was loving it. Yeah. And it became where I just didn't want to do regular stand-up anymore. Audiences were getting more and more rambunctious, and the internet and social media was causing me to be more interactive with my audience anyway. And I feel like I started bringing people up on stage and speed roasting them, and that's kind of how it started. And once it became about the audience for the second half of my show, I was like, <laughs> huh, well, who's the best person to roast? How about like guys in orange jumpsuits? That might be funny. Yeah. And then you go, or how about women in orange jumpsuits? And how about, how about if the next one I roast cops on the job? Or were, were these ever tough sells? Like when you would pitch this? Very difficult. Really? Not just to Comedy Central, uh, but to, you know, my team, obviously. And, and, um, and, you know, the jails themselves and the police yeah. precincts and the the border towns, like wherever I, I go, it, it's got, it gets easier, but the ideas get harder. So it, it, it's a little bit of a catch-22 where you want to keep taking big swings, but it doesn't get any easier. Right. right? You're supposed to get easier. I remember you know? in the jail one, uh, something about in, in that where you, they told you, they're like, oh, we told the guys like, if they were to act up for like the last six months and they couldn't come to the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and so then everyone was on good behavior. So right. it helped. Right. And then we also told, uh, we also made all the murderers sit like up front. Yeah. 
it, it was a safety issue. Yeah. Uh, the 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 jail administrator <laughs> Wayne Dickey at, at Brazos County Jail in Texas said, "Well, we're ready for you." I said, "I'm ready to come. Can I come soon?" And he goes, "Well, can we delay it a month? Because I want to use this to incentivize good behavior." Oh, that's cool. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess so. You get something out of it. The jail gets something out of it. And uh, and then when I got there, we had a safety meeting. I said, isn't there, are we having a safety meeting? He goes, no, there's not much for you to know. We got it all. You're in our hands. I go, well, there's a guy with a gun behind him. No, no guns in a jail. Huh. So how does this work? And, you know, they didn't want to tell me too much because they didn't want me to be nervous. But I said, like, well, basically they let on that. Oh, here's what happened. On the first show, I did two shows. On the first show, I said, where my murderer is at? Kind of as a joke. <laughs> and three guys in the front row raised their hand. <laughs> and I took a step back, like surprise. And we had a, you know, that show went. And I, in between shows, I said to, the, to Wayne, I said, why are the murderers up front? He goes, oh, well, that's the safest place for them to be. <sighs> I said, Why? He goes, well, if anything happens, they're the closest to the, where we can get at them. But they're also the closest to me. And they go, yes, but we can get you out easier too. If these are the guys that are most likely to fight, they're the most likely to, you know, those are the ones we want in the front. But yet in the balcony, the farthest way in the corner are the guys with the swastikers on their stomachs and chests. (laughs) Jesus. So it was, there was no real like easy breezy spot in that room is there like a a a kind of relief leaving though even like you have fun doing the show or you're like kind of good to be out of there when you wrap yeah i mean i i I definitely took a couple of big deep breaths walking in and walking out of that place it's a ballsy idea man i mean weren't you afraid were you ever afraid always afraid yeah you're like this could go if i make a swastika joke about the guy in the back with the swastika i wasn't even sure and you don't want to humiliate anybody so they all have to be volunteers, more or less, to come to the show. Yeah. And I did make a speech at the end saying everything I said is a joke. And, you know, if I called some guy a nickname or a funny joke name, that shouldn't stick. You know, like I didn't want somebody to be bullied with, with right, the wrong, right. in the wrong way that I was roasting. Because roasting is, is anti-bullying. You know, that's how I started roasting was when I was getting bullied in, as a kid. Sort of making fun of the bully, and then he left me alone. Yeah. And he was not verbal bully. He was, like, hitting me and pushing people around. But, yeah, I felt real good leaving. I mean, I was there for a week in that particular instance. Um, You know, but I also was, like, I felt really lucky the whole time that I did have a ticket out of there. Because, you know, he sold a few joints in high school. I could have gotten busted. (laughs) I had the advantage of being white. I had the advantage of being careful, you know? Yeah. And not doing it for too long. But we all do dumb shit when we're kids. And yeah. Not all of us, but most of us. And yeah. Oh, I did. Shoplifting. Of and course. Thro- breaking people's mailboxes and egging things. and. But do you find that, I mean, look, because as a female comedian... What? Tom looks like he's hearing this for the first time. Oh, you never nice. knew that? Smashing mailboxes. Yeah, I was kind of angry as a teenager. Um, I find as a, as, a, as a lady, I get away with a lot of shit on stage. Yeah. Nobody expects me to say anything or do anything. So when I, I and I can fucking pick on people and it's, what are they going to do? Hit a woman? But for you, do you find that because you're a man, dude, some guy could fucking come after you after a show and be like, what's up, funny guy? 
I, I feel like that's always happened growing up in New Jersey, like starting out comedy in New Jersey, New York. You didn't need to even be a roast guy. Any comment, any. I mean, I saw a guy take a swing at Jon Stewart once oh. very early in our careers. And I saw a guy came on stage once, twice in my early career and just pulled the mic out of my hand. You know, really? intimidating people. Yeah, I mean. I had that roasty instinct, but none of the skill to back it up, and right. none of the reputation. It was just I was just some fucking jerk. Yeah, <laughs> you know I was missing a lot. You know, trying and and then you know even like at the jail, for instance, I wasn't even always worried about insulting someone and pissing them off because that would be in front of everybody. I was worried about the whole week I was there, or when I brought people on stage to get speed roasted, somebody who premeditated just wanting to be. Yeah. show off yeah right you're in there for life anyway oh let's shank this goofy yeah. guest yeah uh, everyone i'll be a legend around here let me just put him in a headlock for five seconds let me just punch him in the face and it'll be hilarious forever like that's more what i'm worried about i was worried about you got me worried about it right now I yeah <laughs> but there's a there was a real that's trust terrible. factor between me like myself the inmates and the and the jailers and it all worked out okay what is your best, because I, I mean, I'm just definitely not in my lane, but what is your best uh, advice for people who are like, oh, how do I get good at roasting? You know, mm. like, what, what do you tell people? Well, at the level I'm at, I feel like listening is the part that I really have to concentrate on and, and you can't take for granted. Mm. You know, what's, what's coming at you and your reactions to that is really important. Like, I'll ask somebody, I had, you know, I had, I had a lady on stage this weekend. Um, she hobbled up on stage to get speed roasted with her husband. I take volunteers from the audience. I don't pick them. They pick, they, they volunteer. And this lady hobbled up on stage with crutches and she had you know, half a leg missing. So oh, to me, it's not me starting off with a bunch of jokes. It's about going like, so this is your husband. How long you two been married? You know, and let her kind of get into it so that my reactions are roasty. Right. Not necessarily starting. Yeah. Like you the first fucking joke. bitch. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that usually backfires when, right. you, uh -huh. when you when you fire first. That's interesting. But See, I let her really sort weird. of, you know, pun walk into it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then once I got to know her and I saw her haircut and her outfit, I was like, <laughs> you know, losing your half your leg is like number five on the shit that's fucked up about you. <laughs> and by then, you know, she's heaving over, her tits are bunting up and down. She's, she's convulsing with laughter and her husband is just falling on the floor because that's awesome. They don't, you know, in the disabled people sadly are never normalized. They're always treated yes. so differently. So yeah. I think she was looking for some, some heat. She wanted yeah. to laugh at her predicament. Yeah. Yeah. And she had cancer. And, and when I finally asked her what happened, you know, she was young enough to be like a veteran of the war, but you don't see many female amputees. So I said, you know, what, what you want to tell us what happened or something to that effect? And she said she has cancer and, and, and the audience kind of, you know, felt for her and I hugged her and I asked her how she's feeling now. She said she's feeling great. And then this other, this weirdo lady standing along the line, they get waiting to get speed roasted who had already made fun of for five minutes, just some wacko lady, like who was just like trying to feel me up and smacking me and just a, just a nut job from the audience, um, just ran down the stage and hugged her. 
And I said, all right, well, now you survived cancer. Now you have AIDS. <laughs> so, you know, just like letting the audience kind of come to you a little bit right. really helps with the rose. So you use your reaction, basically. I, you really point. just got to hold your tongue. You know, you might have an idea, but sometimes the audience will do the setup and you just have to do the punchline. Yeah, that's, oh. that's good advice, man. What's um, the one, you, that line he said, man, in the bumping mics? There is some, those, she's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. What the fuck did you say to her? You're like, get back on the cruise or thank you for coming from the cruise. <laughs> it was so, because they did. They look like they had just gotten off like some fucking cruise ship. Like, I think, what are you I, doing I can't remember York exactly. City? I think I called her an astronaut's wife. And, yeah. And then Dave said that he had to drop her off at the, uh, at the carnival cruise yeah. ship or something, you know, like yeah. once I start it, Dave will knock it down or, you know, the uh, astronaut's wife. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> no sound effects here. That's wow. all real. That's all real. Wow. Did that register? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Got it. All right. Good Thanks, job. Man. And Jeez. the Emmy for best fart. <laughs> Thank you. That was great work, Tom. <sighs> One thing about, first of all, if you guys haven't seen Bumpin' Mics with uh, uh, Jeff Ross and David I'm Tom, not bumping that mic. No, don't bump that one. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> the smell's real, too. Yeah, thanks. But the, uh, the, Ugh, there's very, it's very rare that, you know, as comics, you'd watch more than like, I watch like five minutes of specials. I see how it opens starts yeah we ripped through Tore bump through it. i love I that all god it. damn it man i texted you, you i texted guys. you did. i was like man this is so fucking funny <laughs> i love that we man. were dying we love you guys just like you're the you know our favorite comics and then i don't know watching the the you camaraderie all that was great the one thing that i was like holy shit that i can't even wrap my head around is that you eat before shows like that's one thing I can't. Really? That's what you're. What do well, you mean? Yeah. Really? Because oh, the nerve. Because well, I get how funny he is. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah. You're a great comic, but I'm sitting there like I can't believe how he's eating right now, <laughs> and he's like eating before shows, eating on stage. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, I ordered mozzarella sticks to the yeah. stage. Can you eat before, right before a show? Like a I have to. I do, yeah. I have, to, I have yeah. to, otherwise I'll be hungry, yeah. yeah you I, can eat a hearty meal? I, can't, I won't have like steak and potatoes. I have to have a little something. Oh, that'd yeah. be a warm up for him. Like right. He, oh, but you're he, doing he like steak deep. and potatoes. I, I like to, if I'm doing two shows or a big long thing, especially with Atel, where I got to like run around and keep up with them. I need my carbs. <laughs> yeah. Like food doesn't slow me down. It fuels me. Really? Food and coffee. I need I'll carbs and coffee, carbs and caffeine. Oh, oh. Are I can't you drink. No, I can't drink. I can't oh. drink. You can't drink. No, I can't drink before I go on an important oh, show. I, I, I did have either. a sip of tequila before I went on last night at Brody's Memorial. But for the most part, if it's a show where I'm, I got to be on my game and people are paying to see me, it's yeah. all carbs and caffeine. I'd rather be a little hungry than full at all. Oh, really? I like yeah. being full. And now I love uh, a post-show feast. I love it. I of course. Yeah. I feasted less. But you know, yeah, I, I eat before and after. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all. And during with the mozzarella sticks. I don't do really do drugs. I'm not a big drinker. I mean, food yeah. is the thing. No, yeah, me too. I just, I mean, I don't know. I always feel like whenever, every time I've eaten like anything of substance on stage, I'm like, like I want to burp. I feel like, right. yeah, I feel well, like yeah. I can't really. You burp the whole time. You don't feel like a performer up there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel Now, stuffed. I have to ask you this, all, all these roasts and it's so fucking hard by the way, a last thing. Sorry, yes, Christina. Hold yes, on. my love. One last thing about that, just as far as food and my shows go. <laughs> yeah. You guys will appreciate that. It's work in the road. 
I still hold the Tempe Improv record for mm. food sales. Really? I have the fattest fans. Really? <laughs> I do appreciate that. Sorry, you guys. No disrespect uh, to Ralphie May. Rest in peace. Yeah. Who uh, sold the most tater tots in a weekend there, Is that they right? told me once. But I sold the most food sales. Wow. Dude, that's, you, should need, you need part of that back end. You're going to yeah. have to renegotiate. Oh, we're all good. Don't worry. Tempe. They let me have uh, three hamburgers to go that night. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> My back end is fine. <laughs> okay. It's a good deal. Oh, wow. It's my front end that's getting a little fat. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was going to ask you about writing Rose jokes. I mean, it's just the hardest, especially because you're like the big dog in that. You know what uh-huh. I mean? You're the guy that comes up with the real zingers. So how do you fucking do the thing? How do you know to write the joke that no one's going to fucking yeah, do? Yeah, you like How clothes. do you do it? Yeah, you're the big dog. What do you mean? Okay, uh, Pamela Anderson's on yeah. the whatever. Right. Hey, look at your fucking big tits, your pussy, this and that. You know what they're going to go after. <laughs> Let them go after it. She you got to have sticks. a better joke. You just have to right. have the best joke. Everybody else is a rough draft. You got to have a joke that they're not going to think of. So, so I'm saying, yeah. So how do you get to the joke that no one's going to think of? Do you write all the obvious ones first yeah. and then just throw them in the trash? Yeah. Really, yeah. you do that? It, it, more often than not, when I first hear who we're roasting, they go, what do you think we're going to roast? You know, what a Bruce Willis. I already have, like I think in punchlines, and the first thing I think of usually becomes a great opening joke or closing thought. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, I can, What's your first Bruce Willis thought? Oh, uh, I was like, oh, that's a, you know, that's going to have to be something about um, how I look like him uh-huh. <laughs> would be a, 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 an easy one. But you know, Die Hard, um, whatever, eight um, natural causes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And yeah. then you know, so people have Die Hard jokes. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta try harder. And yeah. and and I start to look at what other connections there are like oh okay we're both from new jersey there's something i can work with even your promos for that one were great thanks yeah you guys you guys did them together yeah we're like you did you parodied um what's it called that move the, the six sense six sense yeah. i see dead people yeah. yeah and it was all i see fat people and then i was like <laughs> yeah, I, he said it to me i was the kid in the bed yeah that's really fun really funny i gotta repost those for for uh, a throwback because those were fun promos. I got oh, yeah. to work, basically act with Bruce Willis for one full day. It's awesome. <laughs> and by the way, never met a greater sport. Really? really? He was calling me for a, a month and a half before the roast. I stutter, make fun of this, don't hold back. Cause I want to have all the goodwill when I go up at the end. And, you know, he loved it. He really loved it. That's cool. It's good to hear, actually. Yeah, he sent me a bunch of stuff, wrote me a nice letter. He's oh. like a good guy. Yeah, that's cool. Now, you finally have joined the podcast. Oh, world. yeah. So, uh, tough skin? Thick, thick skin. Thick skin. Thick skin with Jeff Ross. I always say life is hard. We're getting through it together. It's a cathartic bonding uh, experience. How many are up so far? Um, we just went, we we're probably have about 10 episodes up. Sometimes I take down the old ones just because I don't know why. I, I like having just a few up. Oh, really? I like having the new ones, the newer ones up. They'll, people will go deep on that back catalog. I know, but for some reason I don't want them to. Really? I like I like keeping them fresh. Okay. I don't know why. I think it's still like a hobby level for me. Right. But I was out on the road one weekend when I first moved to my new house in Studio City in the hills up there, and my cousin Ed, who loves podcasting, he just built a little studio down under the under the house under the pool 
And I really, really enjoying it. It takes me back to my college radio days. Yeah. We had Larry Charles on last week. Oh, who yeah. Directed the, you know, Borat the, movies and yeah, Bruno he did, movies. Yeah, that one. It's amazing. Mm. The Dangerous World of Comedy. The Dangerous World of Comedy, yeah. Really like cool show. Showing people doing stand-up in like Pakistan and... Syria yeah, and yeah. Saudi Arabia. And he's Jeez. just a cool guy. So, yeah, like this, you, you guys get it. You've been doing it for a long time. I really love it. I always resisted because it's a discipline. And you told me, Tom, you told me yeah. in the hallway the other day at the comedy store, like, yeah. you got to stay consistent. You got to keep doing it. So I'm, I have been getting better at, at consistently doing it because that's what the listeners, they want to rely on you a little definitely. bit. They definitely do. Yeah. You're a natural for it. It's going to be great, man. Thanks. Yeah. Just keep mm -hmm. at it. Keep, mm -hmm. keep doing it. I man. really do. The hard part is asking people to do it. Yeah. I woke up today with that dilemma of like, oh, You're fucking man. Jeff Ross. What are yeah, you talking, talking about? about? I know, but, so, you know, some people just, I just know how I feel when certain people ask me to do it, and I'm like, oh, how do you say no? And you're there reluctantly, yeah. and then you wind up doing it, and then you have a good time, and you're like, all right, well, I'm glad yeah. I did it. But yeah, yeah. You take advantage of the fact that you're Jeff fucking Ross. I like that. Yeah. I did notice that people started stopping me and asking me if they could come on. And I go, oh, that's a good sign. It must be a yeah and it's growing and, and you you do it like a like a little roast at the end of the episode yeah right? we do like touchy subjects on the news you know we you know whenever somebody dies it's a very cathartic right. when someone dies we right. do roast in peace you know we well, had, we're, uh, we had peter say, tork last week who from the monkeys didn't you do one of uh a brody we did a brody one what mm -hmm. give us a brody joke. i said uh poor brody he's emceeing in that big side stage in the sky now oh <laughs> I said something about uh, how his great friendship with Zach Galifianakis. If they ever hugged, it would be like Velcro. They would never be able to separate them. They're both so hairy. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> his hairline is named after his high school, Reseda. <laughs> <laughs> funny, we did the Brody thing yesterday, yeah. and now here I am. I think this might be my first time in Reseda. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go. There you go. Brody made it happen. He really did. Yes. I'm sensing his positive energy. Um, of course. I wanted to show you um, this. What, any other advice for the podcast? This is helpful. No. Oh, I, I got you. I, I think. Consistency. I think the consistency. I think. How long have you been doing this? 10 years. Beautiful. I think you put in, you you definitely will, like you, first of all, you created mm -hmm. like a little bit of a, a, a like a spe specific thing going on, which is good. Yeah. You know, there's so many. So the right. fact that it's like, I think that you're the roast guy. People know that. Yeah. And you at least give an element of that. Right. But not plus. entirely. Right. It's not the whole thing. It's more about taking the jokes than dishing them out. The podcast, like thick skin, like, you know, a little bit of like, I always say life is hard. We're getting through it together. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, here's the thing too, about like feeling weird about asking people if, because it like, it matters that you're doing it, then use whatever juice you have to get any and all guests because it's a guest reliant medium so you know don't ever feel weird about asking anybody not that you should but i mean the fact that you mentioned it like you know you deserve to have those guests yeah it's going to be a better product so ask everyone man thanks yeah what about not having guests sometimes like oh yeah, it's great done it's that. great it's sometimes right i like it sometimes if it's just me and my cousin talking yeah, oh yeah do that and you sprinkle those in yeah, yeah, like I sometimes I forget that it's on the draw to this show. You got it's like when David Letterman would come out or Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon walk out on stage, they don't bring Julia Roberts out. Right. right. They do 10 15 minutes of comedy Absolutely. that people tune in for. Yes. 
Yeah, no, we do. We do uh, the front part of our show is just us. Always. It's us right, catching right, up on right, our right. lives and yeah. stuff. I think it's important to do that, and just keep and the, and like to, and do the episode I wrote an inside joke. I meant to you do. do. Hold on, do. this What's, is good. Oh yeah, I hope I'm. I hope I'm at least as a better guest than Danny Brown. What? What? <laughs> what? He was a great guest. Yeah, Danny was amazing. I yeah. know. He was your best guest ever, so I thought I'd yeah. make oh, that wow. joke. That's, okay. that's good. That's funny. He was You're a fan. He uh he came in here with like all the references oh, of my the God. show. We were like, what He's like, I listen to this shit all the time. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God. I know that's so bizarre because like rappers listen to podcasts. So we've had this thing of rappers coming on our show. There's a crossover now. Yeah. Two M- music and comedy are really yes, colliding in a big are. way right now. Yeah. And when bumping mics came out, I started getting all these messages from musicians. Really? Drake. Drake? Hardest I ever laughed. DM'd me. Don't even barely know the guy. He just found me on Instagram. Loved that's it. Huge. Loved it. It's crazy. I know. It's really been fun really been fun let me ask you something you said that uh roasting was anti-bullying yeah which i think is i 100 percent agree with uh-huh. you but in this current bullshit social justice warrior culture i feel like people mistaken busting chops or busting balls for like not having sympathy for a particular group it's like dude why can't i have sympathy for somebody and make a joke about them at the same time like do you find that you're bumping up against people being fucking pussies about this stuff people are just upset about everything you know i'm offended by people that are constantly offended yeah yeah it's wearing me out it's like everything is it's a new language now i quit my job i was so humiliated well you know toughen up (laughs) i mean jesus life's tough yeah (laughs) i know so you know i had a rough childhood it's not as bad as some of the ones that I wasn't separated from my parents at the border. Yeah. But, you know, my parents were sick and they died when I was a teenager. And I go, I think that gave me thick skin to talk about mourning and moving on and how to, you know, you think kids didn't tease me. And it's like, you know, jokes and you got to be able to like handle your business or what are you, what are you doing? You're just worried, you know, social media has made that more of a, of a thing right now. But, you know, I just, I'm, I'm not into the wimpy pussy culture. Me neither. You know, women, women are equals. Women need to be able to be part of the laughs and disabled people need to be part of the, be able to take a joke and, and, and every ethnicity needs to be able to take the joke and. I find those are the people listening to my podcast. Those are the people coming to our shows. They're usually the most fun people at shows. Oh, my God. Everyone you're listening. You know who's the best audience? Yeah. yeah. AA. I've heard that. The fucking best because they've been through some shit. Yeah. Rich Voss told me that. There's a great one. Fucking gay dudes are the best. Uh, here in the Valley. Oh, uh, uh, that guy. Mick Betancourt runs yes. it. Yes. That's a, a jam, it's dude. It's an AA show. We'd, we'd, he'd do it like once every six months. I did it a couple of times. Man. Yeah, it's They're fun. so game. They're that so, sounds cool. They laugh. Yeah. Because they've been I find more it. and more like, yeah, it's fun to perform for people that are paying. And of course, we need to do that. And, and we appreciate our fans. But when I go to like a jail or, or you know, I've done shows for the homeless. I've done shows for, you know, in war zones. Those are the best crowds. Yeah. yeah. They're not paying. They're not drinking. They're there because they need it. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 medicine. You've gone abroad. And you don't want your medicine watered down either. You want no. it potent. Yeah, yeah, bro. You've done the war zone shit a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. That's a really, really I did it, I did Gitmo once. That was cool. That was cool. It's not she did duty. Act. What year was that? Do you remember? Uh Gitmo? Yeah. Oh nine. Yeah. I did that in 05. Yeah, it was really five. that was maybe the best show I've ever had in my life. Yeah. There was they were great shows. They were just so star for entertainment, these Marines and, 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 and Navy and so on that live on Guantanamo Bay base, yeah. naval base. You know, and obviously there's a whole stigma and a dark cloud of of Guantanamo Bay. The terrorists are there and the torture and but there's this also whole other gigantic military community that's Huge. not even part of the prison. Yeah, most of it's not. Right. Yeah. And as you know, those those are great crowds and Oh yeah. There's families living there and it's like a, That's crazy. The military shows have been great cuz I got to see stuff that normal people don't get to see and I I really dig that. Did you go to Afghanistan? I've been there, yeah. I did that too. You slept with active. the whole SEAL team, right? Didn't you hook I up with everybody? I slept with all of the SEAL teams. Yeah. Wow. No, did you Seal ever get? Team six. I that's, nailed them all. That's where they got their nickname from. Seal, Seal Team Six. Yeah. Seal team. <laughs> did you ever do? There's an oil platform in the middle of the oh, fucking ocean between Iran and Iraq. There's like an, a mile long oil platform. Oh wow! And they fly. Have you ever done that one? No. They fly you out. That was crazy. And half of it's U.S. Marine, half of it's um, Iraqi soldiers. Butt fuck Thursday. And they butt fuck each other on the platform. And you got they showed me the fuck mattresses and stuff. Wow. And I had to sleep with like guards outside of my um. You know, it's not a room. It's those those metal. What are they called? Those okay. metal boxes. They have them know. everywhere, like in Djibouti and shit. In the marriage, like if you're in a war zone, just have fun. You know. Yeah, yeah. Right, I get it. You out. never know. <laughs> yeah. Iraqi soldiers. It's a, yeah. The war zone becomes a war zone. <laughs> hey, there you go. There you go. That's that what's true? Uh, uh, what's that's the cool that you did thing? that. That's great that you do that. It's great that you do that. They must love you, a woman comedian in a war zone. Like it it's so rare. Was nuts. I did Afghanistan. I did Saudi Arabia. I even got to go in to do Riyadh, based wow. there. I was fucking nuts. The UAE. I would never do it again. Djibouti. I've been in Somalia. I would Djibouti. never do it again. It's I've so been dangerous. Djibouti is yeah. the worst place I've ever it's been. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. It was like 140 degrees. The it was bugs so are the hot. size of your hand. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrifying. Terrible. The base I was there for, for one long day on a stopover in the Middle East, to the Middle East. It was, and I was there with the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Richard Myers at the time in 05. And they call it the chairman's tour where he, he, he stops, you know, during the holidays in like eight or nine countries and some of them are safe and some of them aren't but he even walked up on stage in Djibouti and was like hey man you guys hats off to you you're stationed in the worst place we have worse <laughs> he was very upfront about it there was no getting around it. I know this sucks oh, yeah terrible. it's amazing I mean, and we and we had just been to Iraq so <laughs> like he was really laying it down there yeah I never did Iraq I've been to um well like I said uh, Afghanistan Iraq is genuinely fascinating and terrifying. I've been there three times. Oh my god! <laughs> it's no different in in '03 than it is two years ago when I was there. It's a will run. you go back to war zones? Yeah, 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 yeah. I went. I went two Christmases ago, I guess. And sadly, we'll, I'll have to keep going because it doesn't yeah. sound like any of that ends ending no. in my lifetime. Be nice if all those Saddam palaces were casinos by now yeah i think trump would have made that happen right right but no no you know who i went with sarah tiana right 
your homie. She's the best. She's the best. Her and I did uh, did a, um, some USO stuff together too. We went to um, um, Germany to Landstuhl Medical Hospital. Oh. Did a show. She's the sweetest. She's a killer. Funniest. She's a killer. Killer, talented. And she really gets it. I remember we were touring these bases and she was just, her heart went out to all like I was such a selfish kind of dick. I was complaining like I was hot and right. the food's not good. And Sarah was just like, that's not why we're here, Christina. You know, like yeah. she's so mature, so smart. She's just something special about her. She, yeah. she, she's a really incredible person and a great writer, great comedian, great friend. Yeah. She was bawling last night right in the front row at the Brody oh, yeah. thing. I know. Yeah. We worked together with Brody on The Burn on Comedy Central. Sarah was one of the writers and... Brody was our warm-up guy, and it was a real family for 12 episodes. That's show business. You know, the shows come and go, I always think. Like, yeah. the shows, the projects, the pilots, they come and go, but these relationships are what sustain us. Yeah. You know, you're talking about talking to me years ago before we even knew each other, we had a relationship. Yeah, yeah, You know, true. it's like when you're on stage and there's that intensity, and you run into another guy in a strange town, and he's pacing, and he's nervous. Oh, Am I going to make it harder for him or worse for him? It's I, like, which side, you know, who are you? I just had yeah. a flashback to another one of, of talking to you. Oh. I, w I did the Melrose Improv mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I was booked on the show. It must have been like, oh, six or seven. And I had, I had a great set, like a great set. And you were on the show. And then, you know, people kind of gather mm -hmm. afterwards outside, out front. And I just like stood next to you <laughs> and, and, uh, you're talking to other people and, uh -huh. and other comics. And I just like, just like stood <laughs> kind of like waiting. And then you looked at me and you're like, you had a great set. That was hilarious. I was like, thanks man. And then I just kept staring at you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what was going on there? I just wanted to like, just love. Yeah. I just admiring. wanted to like be part of the group. Wow. You know what I mean? So. I think I think I probably freaked you. At a certain point, I definitely saw you look at me like, "All right, man." Yeah. And there's no way I watched your set, so probably not. <laughs> I was just being nice. Probably not. Yeah, you're being nice. Um, I, I definitely was like, I, I, can, love I, that. I can remember right. vividly standing out there. Well, I used to be nice because now look at you, we're friends. Of, yeah, course. of course. I felt like um, the queen of showbiz when one time Sarah Tiana took me to your house for a barbecue. Right, I like, remember that. Like a decade ago, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Right. I'm at Jeff Ross' house. Where you're like, oh, we're, this is just like a war zone. Everything it's goes. suck all these dicks. Yeah, wow. pretty much. Barbecue dicks. Um, since we were, by the way, since Christina's fart was so disappointing. Oh, how um, dare you? Can you pull up? There's a, we haven't seen, seen this yet, but this is supposed to be the chick that's going to make you <laughs> really. Sorry, I thought I had a fart. Oh, but watch this. Okay, okay, watch Watch this. Oh, this wait is... a second. I thought you were setting up something else. Give me a second. <coughs> oh. Oh. Whatever you have. Whatever oh. you have is fine. Oh. Didn't you say that we had to watch these? No? Well, uh, there's, a, there's a ranking of girls that we've seen, and then oh. there's a new one. Oh, I see. Okay. So let's see who we've seen. That's what you have here. Who's this your fave, a... Jeff? You're... You are. No. Out of you two? You have... Uh... No, no. In front of us, too. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I'm interrupting. Our... Oh, I like I like when they get playful with these things. Yeah, me too. It's like, what are the bananas oh. for? Oh. <laughs> what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> Girls rubbing bananas on her asshole and farting in the spandex. 
What, what happened? Then she smells what, the, banana. the banana. I could have stayed home with my housekeeper, Elvia. <laughs> I've seen that. We covered, uh, we covered this girl in episode uh, 412. Really? We did? Mm-hmm. I don't remember she this. on a whole bunch of things. Okay. Ah. She renames them with fart in the word. Now, ah. I know, now I know how you've been doing this podcast for 10 years. <laughs> if, this is your, ah. if this is how you get your material, yeah. this it's, is a, it's pretty easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, super yeah, easy. Fish in a barrel. So keep that fart in mind. Okay. We're now going on. Are we rating them? I think so. Yeah, we're ranking these farts. Okay. Here comes the next fart. Fart Nana. Oh, Fart Nana. Fart Nana. Oh, I remember her. I'm in the shed. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason. She's pretty cute. I like the shed farts. Yeah. Wow. Girls do that? (laughs) I never saw a girl do that before. Really? Really? With with like the reverb kind of like the bass. I didn't know girls fart though right now. This is (laughs) so odd. <laughs> you know what I like about that fart, oh. the shed fart, I will say, Tommy? I feel like there was a heat to it. I feel like she had apricots, like those Trader Joe's ones. Well, why can't I get ready this? to re rank everything? Because there's okay. a new champ. Because okay. I remember this vividly. This is really intense. <laughs> She's not even reacting. She didn't miss a beat on that book either. <laughs> I love the uh, oh when they pretend. God. Yeah, the pretend, like, Oh my god! Yeah. Here's oh. a nice fart for you guys. She I hope you like it. It's a late Valentine fart. Please comment <laughs> down below, subscribe, and let me know what you think about my fart. And please give it a big thumbs up. You guys ready? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, yeah, that was the best fart ever. No, that was no, nothing that compared the best to that. Do people post these on, on YouTube? <laughs> oh, everywhere. Sometimes they are on pay sites. <laughs> yeah. Really? A lot of guys will pay to watch women fart. Mm. Really? Yeah. What do you think that is? Uh, the I one know. guy who wrote in about what it. What is that, that thing? Uh, he, he said that the reason he has a fetish for it is because it's like the taboo thing to see a pretty girl having like a dirty smell, you know? And what about this one? That's different. She's, yeah. She's, that's just her skill. Not that she's bad looking, but I don't think of her as a no, I think you're no, right. typically she's, pretty girl. No, she's instincts. just laying in bed in a t-shirt going, <laughs> I want to hear my heart. I think your instincts are dead on. <laughs> well, I, I see your point. So what you're trying to say is there was no... There was no setup to this one. It wasn't as creative as the fart nana. Well, he's just no. saying that he I just see a whale with a with, with, with a blowhole. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. A little hard on the eyes. Oh. Oh. This is all set up. This is a. I like that one. Ooh, mop on aisle five. <laughs> <laughs> What's the okay. hook on her belt there? She's got like uh, height. What are those climbing hooks? Yeah. Like carabiners. That's what that's called. Yeah. Um, Okay. Now, what's this in the porn genre when they do it out in the wild? What's that called in the porn genre? I don't know. I don't know what that's called. Face fart? Not a face fart. When you make porn out and like on, it's 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 on the beach. Public. Public. This is a public fart. Voyeurism? Something like that. That's what Josh says. Okay. Josh Josh is the official. He subscribes to all these. So this was a public fart. That was really interesting. So what those it? are those are all five farts. I mean, which one was your favorite one? Well, okay, let's go on, through. That's easy. 
What? I mean, yeah, the lady was reading the book. No. No. The bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, fart Because it's fart nanas? Yeah. I just love bananas. <laughs> My grandfather used to say, take a banana for the ride. Okay. That was early. Uh, I mean, I just love bananas. And they're good right before you go on stage. They Do you still your like bananas rate. or no? <laughs> I don't think I would eat the fart bananas. <laughs> the fart nanas? I don't think I really get uh. what she's doing there. <laughs> you think she's going to throw those away or save them? I think no, that, she's saving them. It would have been hot if she peeled it and ate it after that. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy that does that, but I don't know if you want to see that. I, I'm gonna, I don't like shed fart because that was just very generic. It was like, yeah, I'm in a shed. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Okay. I'm in the shed. Yeah. But why? There's a reason. What's the reason? You have to go in the shed to fart? That doesn't make sense. Huh? Yeah, but why? The sh- she has a fart shed? Yeah. Like she has her own shed for farting. Well, she's not going to fart on her podcast. <laughs> Who would do Stealing that? Stealing material. <laughs> She went out to the shed like a lady. Yeah. <laughs> <Good>. Right. <laughs> right. Well, so wait, is there a new person? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there is. Why don't you guys discuss who gets rank number one, two, and three, and I'll pull up this new fart mistress. Okay. Okay. I can't believe this um, is show. I'm going to go for... Uh, personally, I don't think the shed fart was that exciting. I'm going to give her fifth place. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys agree with this ranking? Yeah, in last not, place. The shed does nothing for me. For me, it's all about the book lady. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What are you going to give her first place? Oh yeah, for me, she's number seriously one. for sure. Why? I mean, just the like the way that it was so dominant and and like there was so much muscle behind it, and the way she was so nonchalant, like mm, oh my <laughs> gosh, I just shouldn't even look up from the book. Oh yeah, <laughs> she really owned it, you know. All right, I just to disagree. I've. Feel Who sponsors this show? Toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> used to be McDonald's, but they left. So. <sighs> I like the public farter because it's a brave, it's bold. Oh, right. It's risky. That took nerve a little bit. In the supermarket? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A little bit. But it wasn't. I like the bananas on, strictly on the performance art of it all. The yeah. performance fart of it all. The performance fartist. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm torn between the fart nana and the Valentine fart. I like the Valentine premise. She's like, "Hey guys, it's Valentine's Day and here's your fart." That was on this? Valentine yeah, fart. The, yeah. You want to hear a neat yeah. fart? Here's a Valentine's fart. Oh, yeah, it was kind of nice that she gave you the gift. Okay. And I like that she plugs her channel. Subscribe, like. Oh, right, right, like right. she puts the plug out and then she delivers. Yeah, I I just didn't feel like the delivery was there. Who's this? This is our new person? This is the new girl and uh, when I saw it, I knew we had something special. Okay. <laughs> These make me so gassy. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. These are what my farts are going to smell like. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I like more. The, the, I what she's her. doing or watching Jeff watch her. Because <laughs> I don't know if she's farting or belching. <sighs> I love this shit. Whoa. Is that? <laughs> She's right. good. Uh oh. Whoa. Uh oh. Hey, man. What, what's going on exactly? It looks like her ass. <laughs> this, seems, this seems like it's in the King Ass Yes. I mean, a gluttonous. this is the, the Queen Ass Ripper. I didn't know Steve She's Simone amazing. got a wig. This is pretty wild, man. <laughs> That's, that belly button looks like an ass crack. It does. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, clogging up my throat. Uh oh. Okay. Uh oh. Mm. This is this is a little much. <laughs> okay. She's trying too hard. Yeah. We haven't even gotten to the first. Trying too hard. This girl has wow. talent. This is really good. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Get I think I'm this in one. love. I think I'm gonna gay marry her. I love this chick. <laughs> I am blown away by this talent. Listen, King Ass Ripper was amazing. This chick kicks his ass. You think so? Dude, King Ass Ripper is nothing compared to well, this broad. Well, this is, I don't know, to be fair. To the be burps? Fair, no, to be fair, this is a trans woman. So Wait a minute. Piping, it is? I don't know. I think it is. <laughs> am I oh, right? Okay. Do you think it's a I trans think, woman? I think you're onto something. Yeah. Shit, man. So some of the some of the original piping is there. God. Trans fats, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Stinky. man. Look at that. Hooshie. Big hooshie. Yeah. Can I have some of your water? I know. I don't have a big butt, but it's definitely a gassy one. <laughs> okay. We're good. Uh, We're good. We're good. I want to hear the farts. No, that's enough. I just no, think it's great on. that Andy Malinakis has a YouTube page. <laughs> <laughs> totally looks like him. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm impressed. I mean, is, it tra- is, it, is she trans? Yeah. Blue band? Is it confirmed? I think she is. I mean, looking at the definition of the arms, I think it's a possibility. Mm. Hey, now, um, have you been to Israel before? Yes. Did you perform there? It's quite a segue. I know. <laughs> You're asking me about how the farting is over there? <laughs> yeah. What was it like? Did you fart a lot? Mediterranean food will kind of go through you sometimes. Oh, uh, the shawarma. Makes yeah. Me, uh, yeah. I, I, I've been, I performed there twice. Most recently, um. Uh, just a year ago with Chris Rock. I was a surprise guest on his Tel Aviv show. The big Jeez. arena. That. Best show ever. Ever? Yeah. One, up there with my Gitmo show. Seriously. The best. What was it like doing Rock's tour? I loved every second of it. I loved spending time with Chris. Um, I would do, I would do, he would have me go on right before him and, and do my stand up and then bring up, and these are huge arenas, 10, 15,000. And I'd work it out with security where I'd bring up volunteers from the front sections, line them up, speed roast the shit out of them in arena style, Copenhagen, Stockholm, all through Ireland and England and man, you know, it was, it was, it was amazing experience in all these foreign countries. And we, we made a stop in Tel Aviv and, you know, people just, American comedy is, is great at our biggest export. One of our biggest exports. Yeah. Everyone's down with what we were doing, what I was saying. And even though I wouldn't understand all the accents in Sweden, they got everything we said. It was, wow. it was so a really great experience. You had to like nothing. Same, same act I do here. Except they're more eager to hear about Trump and politics and what our take is was on it, and they they all know Chris's specials from over sure. the years. They learned how to speak English. A lot of people listening to Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy and wow. and, and that kind of stuff. So That's wild. It was really really cool. And that was the tour that ended up being the Tambourine special, right? Yeah. Right. That's awesome. It's been really fun. He's probably going to ramp up again. I think another year or so he'll start thinking about it again because it's just. It's too juicy. Yeah. Lots of people want to see him in every corner of the world. There's places he still hasn't gone. Yeah. He puts the act together in a year. He tours yeah. it for a year. Yeah. And he's amazing. 
Did yeah, it register? Awesome. And he sent me a he sent me a a, a three wheel motorcycle as a present. What? what? I almost drove it here. I'm just learning how to drive it because it's a stick. But it's it's Wait. this incredible, awesome thing I would never buy myself. Really? Yeah. It's a motorcycle. It's a, a three wheel motorcycle. It's called a slingshot. Oh, I've seen those. Really fun. That's manual. Yeah. Oh, I got to see this thing. I'll show you a picture after. Wow. Okay, okay. Well, this guy, is this in Israel? Um, the guy talking to him is definitely Israeli. Okay. I'm not 100% sure if this is Israel. It looks like it might be. And you're saying this guy puts on quite a show that we're watching? Yeah, he actually uh, reminds me of someone that we used to have on the show. Okay. Hmm. Let's see him. <laughs> so this is an Elvis impersonator? I think. I love foreigners doing stupid shit, man. You know, one time in Hungary, my parents are from Hungary, and we went to go s some stupid lounge act in the middle of anyway they ca they don't know they can't speak english fluently and it was a song oh zinc twice is another day for you in bed like they couldn't say the words yeah, but they still and they're laughing to sing it. so fucking hard <laughs> i love when foreigners can't well this reminds together. me of the staying alive guy yeah 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 do you have stay him? united stay uh, united yeah, stay united stay united stay united yeah i love this kind of shit yeah, this is... God um, damn it. This guy would probably impress Jeff. Oh, my goodness. You win the best of your best those aren't the words. Oh. Uh -oh. Wow. <laughs> would you would he be hard to roast or no? He seems roastable. Yeah. He looks like he's already been roasted. <laughs> <laughs> wow. By far the most fun I've ever had watching someone watch clips on this show was Ben Jeff Ross. I, I would love to play tic-tac-toe on his forehead. What is going on? His teeth look like Stonehenge. What's going on with this guy? Oh, my God. Look at this going. But yet, a remarkably fashionable penny and, and aviators. Yeah. And might even have hair plugs, this guy, but yet never put sunscreen on it once in his life. <laughs> and never been to a dentist. The nearest dentist is 10,000 miles away. Yeah. He's Moroccan. Yeah. That's what we found oh, out. Oh, I see. Yeah. A lot of outdoor time. Always gets his son. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, I like Elvis. Is this something that he Elvis. knows is on the internet, you think? You yeah. think he knows he's on your podcast? No. I don't know if he knows about on the podcast, but um, we f after we found that video, people started to send in other videos of him. <laughs> so he so, makes videos and posts them of him singing? No, I think he allows people to film him oh. in, in like public places. Oh. Um, and then, you know, because there's, I think he's in Spain now, right? Yeah. Uh, he's on tour? Yeah. He, he's, he's on tour. <laughs> <laughs> like Morocco or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, he should have a show called thing. Thick Skin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, him. Fuck. See if we can book him. I would love to have him on. He would just do Staying Alive over and over, though. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Staying> alive. <laughs> You'd be like, all right, we got it. We got it. Thanks. Um, wow. Wait, so will Bump and Mike's come back? Um, we're going to do a tour this summer, May and June, July. Oh, you are? Oh. Yeah, we'll be at the Borgata. We'll be at the uh, Sands in Bethlehem. And then we're oh. picking up some more dates as soon as I can get Dave to agree. Oh, is that that's the work of it, right? Oh, it's so hard. He's got, you know, tour dates himself all the time. He doesn't want to split the money. He doesn't want to go to Florida. Like, there's a lot of rules. <laughs> he doesn't go anywhere where he has family. Really? Oh, yeah. Smart. He won't. He wants won't. to avoid it? He wants to go to casinos in the Midwest and South and North Pacific where he doesn't know anybody, where they let him smoke in the elevators. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. He's still ripping through cigarettes, right? Yeah. I love Dave, but it's oh, like sorry. taking your Nana on the road. Yeah, he's, he's cranky. Dude, what was that line? Uh, so funny. It's, I think it's in the first episode. I can say it, right? So Please. Like, uh, you're like, you look like somebody who knows how to delete a hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Dave looks like he knows how to delete a hard drive in a hurry, I think I said. <laughs> it's a challenge coming up with insults for David Tell because he wears the same thing every single show. Yeah. Whereas I mix it up and give him some something to work with. I'll wear right. a different hat, a different shirt, different shoes, a coat. I saw him at a show That's like a, a month point. ago. I oh. saw him backstage and he was wearing the same thing. And I was like, how's the manifesto coming along? <laughs> it's good. It's good. That's great. Yeah. He's a good guy. He got a good heart. Yeah. He raises my game. I love I love working with him. Oh, um, it's got to happen for the two of you. I, can't, I mean, the two of you working together. It's, it's I mean, I, I tell Dave all the time, one plus one is three. You know, we're, we're great on our own. He's the best on his own. But when we come together, it pops to another thing, like, awesome. like a band. Yeah. It's like I when Joe a, Walsh joined the Eagles. I would buy a ticket to, to go see the show. Me Thank too. You. Yeah. Oh, that's I got to keep an eye out for you coming. I want to see you two doing it I live. hope you guys do another it's LA so show. amazing. We probably should have toured right when the thing came out. We didn't. We both just stopped. We needed a break from each other, I think. Yeah, but you know what? The way the Netflix specials work, the biggest bump comes like nine months after. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, it, it builds and it time. builds and it builds. And like there's people this week who are discovering that's but never heard of it, seeing it right now. Really? On top of all the people that saw it before. You don't think it dies down? No, no. When you announce these tickets, they'll go way faster than... They did last time. Really? For sure. Well, that's nice to hear. Yeah, that'll, that'll be good. Yeah. You'll, you'll do some added shows in markets you weren't expecting. It's definitely going to be different. Huh. Yeah. Even in the casino markets, you think? Because those are really, he won't really do the theaters. He likes the casinos. Yes. Yeah. Is that right? What, yeah. What's the deal? Why the casino? They pay better. He can smoke. Oh, And, yeah, and here's the other thing. Sense, you'll yeah. get a or raise. Grittier. You'll get yeah. a raise in all of those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So whatever you did last time, it's going to go up for sure. I love it. And I've been I've been using this time away from him to work on material so that when we join back up in May and June and stuff, like I can bring some firepower too because he's on the road constantly. Yeah. So I've just been popping up at the comedy store, the improv, and I'm in Bray in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Like just to work on material because trying to keep up with Dave. Dave's the best comic there is right now. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. the fact that he lets me do these shows with him like blows my mind. So the last thing I want to do is just ask him questions and be his fall guy. Like I want to bring it too and have some good material. And you know, he gets squeamish if I talk about a political joke or 
you know, but it yeah. forces him to then like retort with another political joke. So it's yeah. in a way we have, we challenge each other in a really interesting way. Oh, you guys are just so good. You have such it's, good chemistry. It's good chemistry. It's Thanks. very complimentary. And it looks like you guys are just, you know, it's a beautiful tennis thing to watch back and forth. I have a Thanks. technical question, I of guess. Of course. I love your technical questions. Yeah, They're fun. Yeah, it's interesting how you guys, so I know. If only you could use this stuff in your act, it would work out great. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> See, that's, when, that's, that's roasting by listening. Yeah. You did it. See? You did it. Um, <laughs> hold on one second. Okay, so you, you only have one show to tape, right? You can't obviously have the same audience for two because you were doing it in clubs the bumping yeah. mics we did we did three nights at the comedy village underground at the comedy cellar we did two okay. shows a night different obviously different audience different yeah, audiences. Yeah, yeah. mostly different we get a lot of repeats as you can imagine because there's so much improvising improvising that they want to they want to see more they yeah. just don't want to leave yeah you know paul rudd is in the sunday episode of yeah, bumping right. mics yes. on netflix the only reason he closes the second show with us is because he was there with his wife and friends for the first show, loved it so much, called the babysitter and was like, we're staying out and stayed for a whole other show. And by then I was like, all right, this guy's had a bunch of drinks. He's here for two shows. I'm not even going to ask him. We're just bringing him up. Yeah. And he's flew right out of his seat and and played with us for 10 minutes. So it is a night out. Like we produce it by not really completely producing it. We kind of put a few things out there like, like Bruce Willis said, hey, I want to come see your show. I said, great, you know, take care of you and your friends, put them on the guest list. I don't see him before. I don't tell him I'm going to introduce him. I wouldn't have introduced him, but Dave was like, all right, I'll take it. I'll, you know, and he just like shouted him out. So I said to myself that afternoon, Bruce Willis is coming. We're shooting. It's our first night. What if something does happen where he leaps out of his chair or something does happen? I want to be prepared. I don't really want to write any jokes about him, but maybe if I had a harmonic in my back pocket, just in case <laughs> something cool will happen. And that's as much as I'll take the producing of it. Like yeah. kind of what ifs and maybes and prepare for different things. And literally Dave and I don't speak before the show. He won't make a set list. He won't block. He won't rehearse. There's no makeup. He, he is off the street, you know, has a cigarette. He'll say hi and we go. And if I want to like, hey, Dave, will you set me up for this, this, and this? No. no, no. Really? Oh, no. It's infuriating. And sometimes. Wow. And sometimes um, I'll set him up for a joke that he's done three nights in a row and knocked out of the park. And then he'll, he'll, he'll just ignore me. And that's infuriating. Oh, yeah. And that's so, by the way, wow. it's definitely so him. Yeah, it's repeating himself. Because I, 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 I've told the story before. Like, cause I, I worked with him years ago. I opened for him, like I middled for him huh. a few times. Oh, wow. And I was like, so, you know, so geeked. This is like insomnia is on, you know, right. like just it's everywhere. And every comic coming up, you're like, oh, my God, I love this guy. Right. He's, and, you know, all the shows are packed. He is fucking destroying. Yeah. And Remember like, where it was? Brea. Brea. Yeah. I did. I did two years apart two separate weekends with him like six show weekends and like you know so you do your thursday show and you're like holy shit then friday early show you know let's say most of that stuff and then on the late show it's the same setup and a different punchline mm. you're like what the fuck that's what i mean like and like the the punchline killed yeah and he's already like and then saturday 
it's not the first one that killed. It's not the second one that did. It's another punchline right. in there. And I'm like, well, he finds one he likes. And yeah. then when he gets it the way he likes it, he never does it again. God damn. He hates repeating himself. Yeah. He's not thinking about building material for a special. He's just thinking about staying true to what he thinks is funny all yeah. the time. All the time. Wow. So if we happen to be shooting that weekend, that's the jokes we get on tape. That's really, that's really how it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he has another even... half hour that he could have done. We'll also, like, argue about that. I'm like, Dave, we got to, like, kill. Like, you got to bring your best stuff, and, and then I'll I'll set him up for a home run joke that's going to get us out of the episode, and he'll just ignore me. It's infuriating. <laughs> and what about when you talk to him, like, afterwards about it? He's like, I just don't feel like doing it. it the, he, he won't even, it's not even a, a proper question. Really? Uh, he'll, no. He not, won't even entertain the he question. He won't even know what I'm talking He's about. He's like, what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, if I see him afterwards, I'm, I, it's about the next show. I don't have time to look back. He's not engaging on that. This I've learned how hilarious. not to fight with him, and I learned that it's not me. It's him. <laughs> and I've become really patient. And to be honest with you, as much as we've been friends our whole careers, Dave and I, decades, like I think this has made us like truly pals where we're we have a whole other respect for each other and i I haven't really thought about this or talked about it too much but you know we had big fights going into this thing like a couple years ago like a couple christmases ago when we were starting to like when i was pushing him to go to the montreal comedy festival and let's call it bumping mics and he didn't like that he didn't want to go to the festival there's no money he didn't want to call it bumping mics. It was too on the nose. He didn't want to. And, and now we don't really fight. We're sort of getting to a place where we kind of understand each other. You're like an old married couple. Yeah. You're your Nana on the road. Yeah. 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 You know how Nana is. And I know how he is now. <laughs> and I don't push him on certain things. And he and he'll admit this too. Like he, he will um, he will defer to me on other things where he would fight back about it all the time you know and we're comics we, and there's always little mood swings in here and there of but, course but finally one day i was like dave just talk to me as nicely as you do the servers at the comedy cellar because he'll tips everybody bring some candy and then he'll look at me and go bah, 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 just bark at me about something i'm like no 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 like I don't need to get into a to a messy marriage here, bro. Like yeah. we're gonna get along, or we're not doing it. You know, and I'm always fascinated when two funny guys get together who don't necessarily have to be together. Right, it's kind of fun. Like when rappers get together. I asked um, there's a there's a musical thing called Black Star. Talib Kweli is a yeah. rapper with Most Def, and of course. they both have solo careers. And they do both do extremely well, but they do this special thing together. Black Star, yeah. And I, I asked Talib Kweli, I go, how do you get along with most stuff? Like, how do you guys, like, work it? And he goes, oh, I just do what most says. I've oh. learned that if I try to push back and, and, and you know, most, most, you know, maybe I shouldn't be saying all this on the, on the podcast, but basically he said, like, he, he's learned to just sort of trust that, the other guy who's kind of right. Yeah. And it's going to work. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying Yasin Bey is a sovereign citizen. So yeah, that's right. What I was going with. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite thing ever is that most F was in Africa and he was like, I'm first of all, I'm Yasin Bey. And then they were like, you don't have a visa to be here. And he was like, I'm a sovereign citizen. And they were like, no, that doesn't count. Right. You got to get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. They kicked him out. 
But those dudes are amazing together. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen them together. So you're saying that I'm that guy? Yeah, I think what Jeff is saying, and you know, in a marriage you realize there's just some fights that aren't worth having and you you trust and you know them and you know where your I know where your abilities lie and I think you know where mine lie and mm-hmm. There's just shit that you don't fight about because you're like that. I know. I know that Tom knows in this situation. Like, you know what's up here. Yeah, you trust choices too. Yeah, you're like you're no, the, you know. Part anyone. of it is doing it together. Now we have yeah. a, you know, Dave and I. We we got it. We got through it. Like, he he pushes me too. Like he wasn't settling on a director, and everybody I brought to him, he either wouldn't meet with, or they were too hip, or they he accused them of overlighting someone else's special. You know, he would be very persnickety about it. And I would get mad because he'd be being rude to people that, you know, are very respected and so on. And he wouldn't take the meeting or he'd be an hour late or whatever. You know, that's Dave. And then, you know, I brought him. Finally, I was lamenting all this to my pal, Andrew Jarecki, who is a documentarian. Yeah. And I knew I wanted this to have a documentary feel and Andrew and I kind of was like one in the morning. We were just having one of our long walks. We're good pals. Andrew Jarecki directed uh, The Jinx on HBO. Unbelievable. About Robert Durst. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's a fantastic multi-part documentary. So you know what? Bumping Mics is going to be a three-part documentary. Actually, Netflix wanted it to be more. They wanted it to be like four. And Let Dave me was, guess, Dave. Dave was like a three. <laughs> I was like, all right, I can make that work. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll make it a weekend um, format. We'll call the episodes by the night and we'll see if that works. And we'll do two shows a night and we'll intercut some of our sort of offstage stuff. And and Andrew, um, it, Andrew, to his credit, even though he'd seen Dave and I perform together many, many times more than anyone else, Andrew's not a comedy director he'd never worked in comedy and i'd been telling him for the whole 15 years i'd been friends with this guy you should do comedy it'll add years to your life these documentaries you keep doing about child molesters and murderers <laughs> are, are a drain on to you and your family what a fucking bummer yeah, yeah right he did uh you know the capturing the freedmans was oh his first big God. film about about but, child molesters no. child molesters but, yeah, in, in long island the jinx Jesus i was obsessed Christ. with yeah. It's so it's so good. And and Andrew's a very sophisticated filmmaker, so I knew if I set up the comedy and the situation and got the club together and and got the act together that Andrew would make it look good and he would also be able to like maybe help me with some of you know the friction between Dave and I. Yeah. And but we didn't want it to be like my friends directing it, so Andrew went down to the comedy cellar mm. without me. And hung out with Dave. And they'd known each other a little bit through me over the years. And suddenly this uh, this murder documentarian w- and Dave were getting along really well. And and Dave has these little tests that I don't, I've never talked about this, but you know, like Amy Schumer, big star, was about to go on, you know? And Dave said, oh, I guess you want to go down and watch Amy. <laughs> and Andrew saw the trap. Yeah. He's like, no. I love Amy, but I'm here to hang with you, Dave. And that's when wow. Dave really, you could tell Dave really fell in love. Andrew told me this whole story after, you know, and. Uh, you guys were playing chess, man. That's what's we going. really wanted to get Dave on board with Andrew because Dave had turned down three or four other comedy directors. Wow. Big, big names who would do the, who wanted to do it. 
guys winning Emmys for these things and stuff. Dave's like, no, 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 too hip, too, too, too. Yeah. Is part of the lesson (laughs) that you learned or what you figured out was like not to be reactive to him reacting. You kind of had to like take a breath and just allow him to be how he is. Right. And, and, and sort of, Navigate. And not fault him for him. I mean, that's yeah. just who he is. I have to love him for who he is. Yeah. And now he's starting to trust me. And there were certain other things in the show and guests he didn't want that I really did force on him. And he would immediately afterwards say, yep, yeah, you know, you were right. That was a good idea. So I realized he was sort of defrosting a little bit himself. And, you know, other things I pushed him on, he was adamant he didn't want to do. And we didn't do it. Yeah. So there's a, you know, you, you pick your battle, so to speak. It's part of being, I once asked, I also once asked a pen, Penn Gillette, who's in Penn and Teller. I said, I said, give me some oh, advice. Yeah. Give I me love some, him. Give me some advice. Like, how do you guys, because I'd written for a comedy team. My first writing job was writing for MTV, Red Johnny and the Round Guy. Two comics were, this was in the 90s, uh, John DiMaggio um, uh, from Futurama um was red johnny and um tim was his partner um tim regan and 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 i learned that they would always fight and i'd always be breaking up fights between these guys and i was like oh i can't have that with dave and i had how do these teams work and i remember buddy hackett telling me early on that they offered him to replace one of the stooges in a movie when one of the stooges got sick whoa and i needed the money i had just had my first kid i was still sort of a young comic not much of a following and i thought about it and i thought about it and i realized i don't want to wake up every morning wondering how the other guy feels oh so i was like oh okay man now i'm in a team that sounds like such a bad idea i have the best life i do whatever i want now i gotta like partner up and Penn's, I asked Penn, and he's like, he's like, well, Noah, I go, how does it work with you and Teller? He goes, well, I mean, Noah, it, ours works because no other team has Teller as a partner. In other words, he loved Teller, and they, they're special thing. So it really is unique. Look at you two. I mean, how many marriages work? You've been married over a decade. I know. Most of the time, these things are too—they're too hot. Yeah. Where 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 they're not sustainable. Yeah. We don't, you know what? For us though, and this probably helps other uh, duos, like especially yeah. ones that only do that. Like we're not competitive. I think it's a big thing. I remember talking to a couple married couples in comedy yeah. over the years, who they like led with competitiveness. Right. Oh, I got this. She didn't get that. Blah, blah, blah. And they all they're divorced up, all of them like, yeah but yeah. i i think you're totally right and a lot of that because we're not we're not competitive because we started together mm. and i think we did we did open mics together and we were in the trenches together for so many years so your success is shared in a way yeah, yeah. it's like we start a family together yeah kids. we're we're a cosby team triosby that's what we say it's from this old cosby thing <laughs> but we're we're two mommies one jeans like we share a pair that's just always been our mantra and truthfully what penn said about uh teller i adore him hmm. i fucking adore this man she always he says it like fart, i don't adore not her. the way i adore you i love your farts even when you're disgusting like i adore everything about you I do. I think you're just adorable, and I, 
I don't know. I, I would never not love him. There's uh, He can do no wrong. Hmm. I think that's part of it. I'm just blinded by my affection for you. That's Maybe that's sweet. why I put up with Dave's shit. Yeah. <laughs> because I am blinded by my affection for him. Yeah. Like, I, I, I really do watch him on stage and I feel like I'm watching a folk hero or something. Yeah. He's such a good comic. Yeah, yeah he really and, is. And, and it's from my open mic days. Yeah. Like I, I, he was hosting the open mics when I was beginning. He was already made. He was already a couple of years in. Um, and I was always like, I would, I just want to watch him. It was like, he always had the best jokes. He always yeah. had the newest jokes. He always cut through. He always tried something, something different. And I, when I podcasted with him last, I was again, like just, you know, in awe, just looking, he's like, do you ever blink? <laughs> like just shit like that. Where right? was this? I was at, uh, Kreischer's house. Uh. We, we all podcasted together. He just he doesn't the, do many. The two of us were just like a couple of kids and just smiling at him. And he was just making fun of us for the entire time, you know, <laughs> because we were like, remember when you said this show? He's like, yeah, of course I fucking remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's so sharp. And now that he doesn't drink, he doesn't forget a thing. He's, he's very difficult to argue with because he can flip it back on you in a second. And mimic you at the same time to just to make you mad. <laughs> what was? Oh, his? is that what you want to do? You want to bring up Ken Jong? Is that what you're going to do? You know? Yeah, I thought that'd be a good idea. <laughs> oh, really? Like it wasn't my idea a year ago to ask him? You know? Like he doesn't forget a thing. Wow, it's too funny. He's a genius. Um, yeah, he really yes. is. Uh, Jeff, mm. we were going to do an hour. Mm. We're at ninety. Of course. Yeah, minutes. Wait, no, no, we're not. Yeah, we are. We just did an hour and a half. That's yeah. crazy. I went by so fast. I don't have a sandwich in the car. I don't even eat it. I never <laughs> go this far without eating. <laughs> Ninety this minutes. Is crazy. Um, yeah, dude. Thank oh, you so much for coming. You're the best. You are the best. You're so we're super fucking fun. funny. You guys are cute. Thank you. Um, God damn it. I know. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. But we love you. We admire you. Did I do as good as Danny Brown? No, no, no. He's no. awesome. But, uh, but you know, you got thick skin. So thank you. Uh, you're, you know, you're hilarious, and um, I'm excited that you're podcasting, dude. I think it's, it's going to be really great for you. Thanks, man. I really, yeah. I really find it cathartic and all. And, and it's like stand up. I started stand up as a hobby, as an outlet, and I yeah. feel like if I keep podcasting that Watch. way, dude, you're gonna in a year, you're gonna be like, oh my god, you're gonna be turning down shit. To, that like you, you you would just because you're like I, no my podcast I can't step away from the it's podcast. so much better than doing other stuff <laughs> but 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 how it's many days best. a week are you in here we're in one, one here one day a one week. day a week a and how day. many days a week do you work on the podcast mm, we usually do like I mean there's things that like are, the way that we do because there's multi, you know we have to find these farts so yeah. there's multimedia yeah. kind of things where we're we're always like sharing in a group videos. Um, topics like all week you know you're yeah. in the airport you see a guy with no head yeah, there's the top a, you write it down you send it to the blue band yeah. take a picture you know I come up I think of something stupid on yeah so we, we're, we're building we're this all, show all I, worry, I worry that the time I'm obsessing and, and enjoying this essentially this hobby like the podcast right now for me is like I don't play golf so I'm yeah. enjoying this podcast eventually it's a business and that's fine too but I go, I probably could have done a special in those days that I was, I probably could have written a movie instead. So I'm still a little bit like, oh, should I be doing this? Is this just a crazy? You definitely should be doing this. Do it. You definitely should be well, doing this. Well, because the podcast yeah. will funnel you can, into your material. 100%. Like you'll come up with 
premises talking to people like oh that's good and then you'll write down oh, a bit yeah and it's gonna it's gonna totally you know build into your ticket sales it's oh yeah do that. it do it you're gonna end up doing your you know some show somewhere and then all these people are gonna be there. You're like oh you love the bump and mic and they'll be like no 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 i'm here because of your podcast like for sure wow and you don't get squeamish about plugging it when you're on the road because every comic has a podcast, don't you feel? For years, I made jokes about how everyone has a podcast. <laughs> it, but like, that's yeah, a joke that should future. be made. It's an earned joke. We all do. But I mean, if you're like, if you enjoy doing it, that's the thing. Like, if I you, really truly do. If you, so, like, when you enjoy doing it, it's it's you're having fun. Like, your audience and your fans appreciate you doing something that they can tell you actually like doing. Until you know? this morning, when I was like, I want to do one. This week, and I had to text a couple of friends, and I, for 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 the beginning, for, for until now, it was like friends and family, kind of whoever was around the yeah. house, and now I'm like, hmm, it might be cool, and I you know, get a big star once in a while, and then that's when I start to get really like squeamish about. They it. all want to do your podcast. Yeah, they all dude. do. Everyone loves you. Bruce, you're Willis underestimating. Your... Want to sit down? Yeah, and fuck around with you. Everybody you've ever roasted will want yeah. to sit down oh with you. Oh my God, dude. Are you kidding it's me? natural. I got to pretend it's popular to get them on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll bet. Actually, no. That's no. the thing is you could be like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm sure all those people would be like, yeah, of course. Because I still have a small but very loyal following. Like, I feel like. And then how much fun would it be? Like, I think if there's like a stand, like if there's a couple of standout uh, roasts, let's say, you know, let's say, because you've roasted Trump, you've roasted, I don't know, let's say whoever the Bieber. Sure. Oh my God. And then you get, get together like Flavor two flakes, of the people right? who worked on it with you. Oh yeah. And you go like, remember like leading oh, right. up to Trump roast or Bieber roast and you guys rehash. So you think it's okay to make it a roast centric thing? Like yeah. sure. to me, if it's not about comedy, but it's about more worldly issues, wouldn't that bring in a bigger audience? Well, here's the thing because like who you are, you can jump in and out of that. You can do episodes where you're like, talking about what's happening in North Korea with, uh, you know, or you have Larry Charles and you're talking about this thing and it's like not really about roasting and then you do your thing at the end. Sure. But like, because you're who you are, it's like, what if you did this week, we're going to talk all about the Bieber roast because you know, it got 25 million viewers. It was this, it was that. And like, right. here's people that worked on as a fan. Hmm. I would be like, Oh, that's an, that's an awesome one-off for this week. The next week, you don't have to do the same thing. You can, the next week, you, you could have Dave on and talk about how you right. guys were just at the same. Dave was just on. He came by the house. And I, that alone is just fun. How, it, the other part, which I really love, which I guess you have some of it after 10 years, you're like, whoa. But I doing it in my house, I, having Larry Charles in my house was such a thrill. Just, we, the, just the excitement of that. David Tell like, came by, and I love Dave. And just having Dave like sitting in my podcast studio in my house smoking cigarettes and just he mentioned his dad like it was very open like we just posted that episode it got tons of listens yeah and i really do enjoy having people over yeah so then there's the part of that of like the caterer's son in me that's like hey uh, larry do you want something to eat do you want to bring a buddy you know yeah. i kind of really love that part then so you, then you got to embrace that well, yeah. I, that should be could be a part of the podcast the catering you know what i mean you could have a spread for people yes today's show is sponsored by dutch's potatoes <laughs> there you go yeah. at all the big bar mitzvahs in the 70s <laughs> dutch's potatoes yeah that by the way for people that want to do a deep dive on uh jeff definitely listen to his uh Marin episode that was a great one. Oh, thanks yeah. i think i was his, his 800th episode or something it's like. a it's a Some really crazy one. one yeah 
Yeah, yeah. you know, you never, you know, you never think people are going to be prepared, and then you know, Mark, yeah. I know him my whole career, and then he's like, does this amazing interview, and I'm like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's it. You guys, but one thing was disappointing. That whole episode, no fart clips at all. Not one fart clip. <laughs> no. Like it was really yeah. kind of a downer. Just talk about what you love on your show and we love farts. You guys keep it light and funny and that's kind of fun yeah. too. Yeah. Sometimes. Like sometimes I've been doing a thing called touchy subjects where I put in like the most awkward, you know, Michael Jackson documentary. Woman yeah. gets Woman gets eaten by her own dog. Like I like doing those kind of touchy subjects yeah. what I call yeah, yeah, yeah. where we're not even talking about comedy. And there's another thing you'll find out. Uh, a lot of audiences love segments. Mm-hmm. So you bring up touchy subjects and then there's a hot guest coming on. Dude, believe me that the, the, your, your fan base is listening like, I can't wait till we get to touchy subjects. Oh, wow. Yeah, sure. they like that. And then roast in peace at the end. You get there the you death. They want, eh? it. they want it. They want it. They want it. I had it. a good joke the other day about Peter Tork from the Monkees. Yeah. You know, he died and I was a big fan and, you know, the Monkees revolutionized music. Unless you've ever heard of the Beatles, the Stones, <laughs> Pink Floyd. <laughs> Imagine Dragon, <laughs> Nelly, <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. It's fun dealing with like the sad stuff. Of oh, course. It is cathartic. It's the best. I always, yeah, I agree. And you have to come from a little tragedy to to appreciate it too. Right. Uh, Michael Jackson jokes. Do you have any great ones? Oh boy. I feel like, did you roast him when he died? I feel like you would be the master at I had a bunch of Michael Jackson jokes when he died. It was like already 10 years, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Isn't it crazy how it's come back around? It's been how, 10 how, like, years? There was a time where everyone had like a Michael Jackson, you know, kid fucking joke or something. Right. And then if you were to hear that joke a few years ago, you'd be like, okay. And now it's like refreshed. Like yeah, remix. Yeah, because of the environment we're in. Yeah. And, and you know... I watched it, and it was a very painful show to watch, and I do yeah. admit I only came twice. <laughs> yeah. It's hard uh, to hold it in that whole time. It's three parts. I feel so much better. <laughs> what, the fart or the Michael Jackson joke? <laughs> I don't know what was a bigger relief. Uh, man. Um, uh, so download, rate, review, and subscribe, Thick Skin. With Jeff Ross. With Jeff Ross. Spotify, Apple, Lipshin. I don't Get know. It. I just signed up for all of them. Yeah, I don't that's know. what you should do. Google yeah. Play. It's everywhere. I don't have Google Play, I don't think. Oh, you got to get on Google Play. What are you doing, man? Yeah, I get the Google Oh, Android's out there. Okay. Um, watch Bumping Mics. Watch it on Netflix. Keep your eyes peeled for the new dates. He's going to be touring with da- with his Nana, David Tell. Nana. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we just put up the first two. And it's where we started. Great. Out in yeah. uh, Pennsylvania at the yeah, Sands. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing that next month. That's a great place. No, I don't I'm know if you've ever that been in there. Two weeks. Yeah, I did the it last Sands, year. Bethlehem. Yes. I love that yeah. place. For some reason, Dave and I always have great shows. There. Bethlehem. Bethlehem, PA. and the Borgata, yeah. which of course is a layup for us. That's where I'm from, the yeah. area, and I love it. My family always comes. I love that you. You're the opposite of, of a lot of comics in that sense too, where all these shows you're at, you're like, oh, it's so great. I can see so much family. There. Yeah, we hate and he'll, our like, families. show up with like 30 people that like... No. All it's crazy because I'll have 25 people eating pastrami in my green room <laughs> and Dave will be alone right across the hall yeah, in his green room that's smoking. Me. That's me. Yeah, that's talking me. to the stage manager. That's me. I hate about it. who was there last week and why they didn't sell out. Like... <laughs> 
just negative, which is negative, like whatever. And and then Dave eventually will stick his head in, and 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 you know we'll all always go out afterwards. You know, it's kind of fun where he's so negative and I'm so positive, and yeah. then we meet somewhere in the middle. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's a great dynamic, man. It is. You guys are for being so supportive, and thanks for inviting me on your podcast. What a treat! Anytime, and all the advice, and all the advice on podcasts, please. And I gave you gave gave you guys some some roasting advice. Love it! I'm gonna better see you utilizing it. Hell yeah, dude! I'm on it. uh, Where's your next gig? Uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis tits, April 4th through 6th, Acme Comedy Club. That's supposed to be a great spot. I've never it's done amazing. it. It's Can you yeah. believe it? I'm so excited to finally go there. I haven't been there yet, but I lost my virginity to somebody who lives near there. You're kidding. Yeah. Should we look her up? The great Louis Lee. <laughs> How old man? were you when you lost your... 17. Nice. Whoa. But kind it, of an older gent. Older yeah. gent. 17. That's what do you want him to be? Not 15. No, okay. Is that wasn't, what wasn't ready. When How did old you was she? Lose? I was she, was, she was the same. It was Christmas Eve. Nerds. <laughs> it was Christmas Eve when I was in high school, 17. Maybe she was 18 and I was 17. Oh, I was shit. 17. I fucking destroyed this girl. Nerds. Too. Oh, you she did had... not. I took, I mean, I was pound town. She oh, was stop it. Maybe not 100 your... pounds. I was 245. <laughs> Yeah. Is this your Dalmatian girlfriend? This girl could Wait, barely. Wait, who'd you lose your virginity she to? She barely spoke English. She oh was. Oh my um, god. Exchange student, Costa Rica. Oh stop. It's weird if she spoke English until you fucked her, and suddenly she was like, uh, brains. Do you do you still talk to your first uh, love makings? Lady? Um, no, I did see her when I was in did a show in Minnesota. You know, a, few, a while back, she came to the show and I brought her on stage and we both sat Indian style on the stage and told the story, Aww. which was really fun. Really? Yeah, it was beautiful. You're going to have a great memorial, man. When, I know. When you go, it's going to be something. Better than Brody's? I think so. <laughs> really? Brody's was really yeah, hard to you know, Bradley Cooper was there, dude. I know. I know. That was pretty big And deal. Todd Phillips. Yeah. And yeah. Ron White. That was crazy. That was oh crazy. God. No, I think you're going to have a great outpouring of love. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot of friends. Oh, you're, like you said, you're positive. You invite people to your home. Tom and yeah. I never do that. Really? We're we very used to do the anti-social. podcast out of our house. But like, yeah. we, hmm. we got this because we we're like, yeah, I have to stop having people over at the house. <laughs> we have two small children. I understand. Yeah. What are they doing right now? Looking for fart videos online? <laughs> Child labor? Probably. Well, I just taught our three-year-old to say, I took a dump. Yeah. Really? Tom's and it, and not it took, having it. Well, I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm like, it's funny, but it's like, he's saying it and I'm picturing him. You know, with other teachers and parents. Well, and he's like, dumps, I got a dump. And I'm like, all yeah, right. Yeah, but dump isn't a bad word. Okay. What I guess it's it? fine. Poo-poo? Maybe there's other things he can learn first. Like what? Like, I love you, mommy. Well, he, they, oh, he, 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 he says that. that. He says that. Say, We've covered that. the first thing he said. That's the first thing we taught him. <laughs> I he, see. Yeah. No, he, he says other stuff. But I like take a dump. I just think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Dumping's yeah. great. Yeah. I'm actually, it's funny, like, last thing like you know talking about we're talking about my jail shows and roasting yeah. and, and working on the border and doing stuff that has heart and maybe some meaning and a mission to it and then i've been just working out jokes locally and they're all about shitting and farting yeah. and, and dogs and <laughs> it's like you it's like i went this crazy journey just to go right back to the first act i ever did of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really all comes back. It really is. It gave me the license well, to just we used, be silly. Always just talk about how much we would love that um, Carlin, who was, you know, such a brilliant guy and would dive into these 
topics and break it down and, and you would just be so blown away by his intellect. And then after one of those incredibly well-constructed bits, it would be fart jokes. Mm-hmm. And then you'd go back to something. You ever fart so loud? Yeah. Da, 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 like yeah, it'll be always. right after. Yeah. You know who hates farts oh. the most? Midgets. Midgets. They live in ass height. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Hackett, roast in peace. Roast in peace. Oh. All right, Jeff Ross. Thank you, sir. 100 Thank plus you, minutes. Homie. Thanks, Christina. Thank you both. Thanks, Tom. YMH Hood Snack by Falling Water Sound. Uh-huh. Closing song. This motherfucker. That motherfucker. This motherfucker. That motherfucker. This motherfucker. That motherfucker. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. Burrito. Bag of Doritos and brunch them up. Slim Jim, beef steaks. Slim Jim, beef steaks. Slim Jim, beef steaks. Cheese thick. Cheese thick. Cheese thick. Cheese beef steaks. You know what pickle man is? It's a hood snack. It's a hood snack. It's a hood snack. It's a hood snack. It's a hood snack.